Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast. Before we get going, got to talk about our amazing sponsor, High Jesus. Bank Distillery, located right there in Grandview. Warren, it's not Jesus, all right? Jesus not, Christ. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, one can hope. Uh, High Bank Distillery, located right there in Grandview, Ohio, across from the Grandview Yard. Um, they are in a fantastic distillery here locally. They distill their own spirits. They have great cocktails, great spirits, great food. Everything. A one-stop shop for everything. Their spirits put me in good spirits. Uh, right. Something um, has to. It's <laughs> not you. Yeah. That's an elevated yet casual environment over there at High Bank Distillery. Um, it's so fancy, yet we have gotten so stupid in there. <laughs> we have. We've gotten very stupid in there. I don't know why they let us back. <laughs> don't know why they are our <laughs> sponsors. Still don't know to this day. <laughs> Um, but, you know, whatever. We're here for it, though. Highbankcode.com for more details. Uh, it's home of the best American blended whiskey. Double gold, baby. In America. In America. Is that better than single gold? I think so. By two. By two and a half. Cool. A half? Cool. Oh, gosh. Yes. Uh, so, also, they won a bunch of awards in 614 Magazine a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, like, and, like, their other liquors got awards too yeah that thing they it got just, like best cocktails guess like, like top best like pub food like all types of stuff um, they're just the best all around the best highbankco.com for more details they're always popping they're always booming so you're probably gonna want to make a reservation um at least on the weekends during the day you can just go into their happy hour check out their happy hour specials because they got a lot um but highbankco.com if you want to make reservations and to check out more details about them kyle we have our own coffee roast too right we have our own coffee roast and its name is cannon powder I love the confidence now. Mm. Cannon powder. Seriously, it's like putting a cannon in your body and it's exploding. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of energy you're gonna get that's from amazing. cannon powder from JenningsJava.com. You get that. Am I talking loud? I think little, so. I think what challenge did you put yourself on? Today? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. I was like, we already did a mic check. We did, but you you just came you with a whole other level. Can of powder, JenningsJava.com. That shit is insane. So good. They have other roasts too, but can of powder is their best one. It's Honestly, their most expensive I mean, one, I feel which like, means. Uh, go ahead. That's their best one. Their you best get what one. you pay for. I feel like they should re- rebrand their their slogan of their whole company to what you said at the beginning there. It's like they put a can in your body and it explodes. That's correct. Yes. Cannon and light body. the wick, baby. Cannon powder. Boom. Get caffeinated, JenningsJava.com. Uh, honestly, great guys. I mean, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I drink that shit every day. Uh, it's these guys, the, the two, AJ and, and Daniel, the guys are the coffee guys, are some of the most down to earth, humble guys I've ever met. Uh, and they make the best coffee in the city. JenningsJava.com. Uh, buy our coffee. Buy their coffee. I don't care if you buy our coffee, just buy their coffee. Support those guys. Support the, support the people that support us. That's all we ask for. Facts. JenningsJava.com. We also have some merch. We have merch. Shoptheartillery.com. We're going to be releasing some new summer tees here in the next couple of weeks. Spring summer tees. Stuff that I've been asking for for two years. Well, it's finally coming, Warren. Finally going to get a check here. Oh, my God. If I could (laughs) eye roll any harder, my head will explode. Shut up. I'm just saying. I'm just two years (laughs) ahead of the curve. I honestly don't remember you saying pocket tees, but we're doing pocket tees. (sighs) I even drew pictures. That's right. I do remember that. I don't remember your pictures. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Shoptheartzero.com to buy all of our merch from this previous season. 
Uh, also, we got, like I said, we're coming out with some new uh, merch here for spring, summer. Uh, also, I pitched the idea to like a, do like a 90s throwback tee for the hell of it. Um, so like loud, lots of colors, bold. Um, so we're going to see we're gonna see what happens. It could be cool. I don't know. Okay, we're done. It's always BJ we, season. We have got to stop talking. Do we? We've well, been rambling on for five And let's get the podcast going. Let's huh? get the podcast stop recording. What's up, little boomers? Welcome to the podcast. Nothing. What's up with you? How are you doing? I you did not let me finish my statement. Okay, okay, go ahead. Welcome to the podcast, episode one sixty four. I'm great. How are you? What's up with you? I'm fantastic. I'm ready to go. I'm raring to go. I've been ready to go for like two days now. That's so yeah. good. Because so I, I texted you guys on Monday. Is like we need to do a podcast now. I was ready for it. Warren, Warren wasn't. wasn't. Warren never is. He's no. barely ready when he's here. Stick to schedule. <laughs> That's no, fair. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm not here. Never. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Warren. No, you're not. I'm not kidding. I am. Not. I am kidding. Okay. Uh, anyways, welcome to the podcast. Excited to be here. Lots, A lot of stuff's been going down here lately. <laughs> Lots to talk about today, huh? A lot to talk about. Got a hell of a show flow. Wow. And uh, this might be, I, I'm going to say this might be a two-hour guy. I could see it. I could see it, too. We got a lot to talk about, and the Let's Get Social's popping today. Yeah. So, a lot going on. Warren's wrong, Warren. Warren's got a Warren's reluctant got a look of face like, on right now. Are we really going to do a two-hour podcast? He said two hours. <laughs> that mustache you have going is... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's about... It's uh, Warinsky-esque. It's about a week and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... Wow. It's, it ain't no, uh, ain't no honestly, beard. Honestly, I, I thought it was just honestly, a shadow when you even, walked in. I didn't in. even see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> that's, I just noticed it. Yeah. Uh, when you say Warinsky-esque, yes, that's uh, it's giving it too much... Uh, yeah, it might be too much shit. props because it's. But if my hair it was, was more of an insult, I think. If okay, my hair was gotcha. black, it'd probably be like Florinsky. Potentially, yeah. yeah he does have, yeah, he has darker hair, which helps him out. But I'm a, I'm a blonde boy. You're a blonde boy. Um, yeah. So let's just get right into it because there's no point in just beating around the bush here. We are not making the playoffs. <laughs> Clearly, playoffs. <laughs> what? Not happening. <laughs> uh, Blue jacket season is What did that happen? <laughs> like four months ago. We were this supposed is, to be good this, this year. This is brand new information. We uh we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We I didn't am, do it. I Thank you, shocked. Warren. Warren broke it. He broke the news. Uh those of you listening, probably the first time uh you've heard this, but yeah, the blue jackets are indeed not going to the playoffs this year. Uh they have been eliminated. In fact, the season is actually over now. Um, what? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Wait, by we're, not making the playoffs, we're just done? We are done. It oh is, yeah, we can no longer continue to play. There's no bubble. There's no bubble. There's uh, no consolation bracket. It, we're just done. No bubble. <sighs> we're just done. Uh, speaking of no bubble, uh, DeWine lifted the health mandate, and we might just have full capacity next year. So I'm, I I'm saw he was. That. He even said something about uh, he's... He is suggesting that Ohio State football has a full house this Let's season. Let's go, baby. I was reading that on Twitter earlier. He's I also started his own game show where you can win a million dollars if you get vaccinated. <laughs> this is actual fact. I mean, check his Twitter. Who wants to be a vaccinator? <laughs> do, you like, do you have to like put like do you have to register? Or I have just, like, not the slightest clue. Well, I assume you have to show some one. type of proof that you were vaccinated. I'll take a million dollars. I got one down. It'll pr- uh, I mean, it'll probably get taxed uh, out the ass, but you know, uh, for sure it will get. Taxed. I'll take. Everything. I'll take three hundred thousand dollars. What? Anyways, season's over, and we're just gonna. Oh, almost dropped my microphone. Oh, are you gonna say we're gonna get right into it again? That's why maybe the mic you, flags are good. Hey, maybe you can if you had a mic knuckle flag in here, it, you know, I I put your knuckle in it. Nobody knows what you're talking. You ready for this? I'm gonna let go of it. 
Still wow, here. amazing. My no- oh, my gosh. This is not a visual wow. podcast. So not one person knows what the hell either of you are saying. Right they I don't idea. even have, I'm not even gripping my mic, and it's staying right next to my okay. face hole. I'm holding mine like I talk a nice out of. Are we done now? I'm holding yes. mine like a nice are cappuccino on the are side of the Alps. For those of you that obviously this is not a visual podcast, we have mic flags on our microphones, which is like the little things like when the news has like their, their logo. I took mine off, okay? I took mine off, and I almost dropped my mic. I'm sorry. Stupid. Okay, here we go. Uh, the reason you're all here, we just got to go right into it. Tortorella is no longer going to be a coach. What? <laughs> like, once again. This is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> breaking information. Season's over. Uh, no the, playoffs. Tort- Tortorella era has officially ended in Columbus. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of in my feels about this when it, when it really was going down. Like the last game of the season where we all just kind of knew what was happening. We all just kind of figured out, like, you know what? Even before the official announcement was announced, we just all kind of figured out Tortorella is not coming back. And even with the the crowd at Nationwide Arena, the last game chanting Tortorella, that just, I got in my feels. I even even tweeted out one of the soppiest tweets from the artillery that the next day I was kind of ashamed of. I was like, tears will be shed. That's okay. <laughs> I, I was fully in my in my feels. Tortorella has done so much for this franchise. Sop, soppiest or sappiest? Sappiest, soppiest. I don't know. Soppiest. I don't know what. That I don't. Is. Never heard of soppiest <laughs> before. Uh, that's that okay. Sounds like a sex, <laughs> soppiest thing. is an interesting one. Soppiest. Oh, I'm so not. Soppy. That sounds a little dirty. Yeah, a little oh, soppy over there. Huh? Shut it's up. almost like moist. Shut up. I was so soppy and moist. Anyways, did, were you guys in your feels at all about? Twitch? I was the blue okay. the Blue Jackets uh, verified account on Twitter actually tweeted out a video that they did a really really good job with. It was well done. We uh, you, it Torts. was a, it was a Tortorella tribute video. We salute you, Torts. I tweeted out one too. <laughs> I made <laughs> one. Put it on it. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hello. They they did. Re- it was a really good edited. It was a really well edited video. So mine just from random ours, YouTube clips. Ours that I got. just said he's got balls. <laughs> it was still wonderful. Just don't get problems. It was, with it was the true torts. Anyway, yours didn't make me cry, Jordan. <laughs> Theirs did. It should have. Mine made me chuckle. Maybe do better next time, huh? Well, you know what? And then I'll talk about yours. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Mine has over like 20,000 views now. So Wow, theirs has like hundreds of thousands. Because they have over a million <laughs> followers on their platforms. No, they don't. All of them combined. Okay, probably. that's fair. But anyways, they did great job to the Blue Jackets on that video. And also, Jordan, for yours as well. Thank you. He's got balls. He's got he has... Balls. Balls. He's got balls. He's got it, balls, man. Uh, yes. It. Wow. This is a forty-minute ad. On that's amazing. Then skip it. <laughs> yeah. Then don't watch it. Anyways, yes. The the Tortorella era has ended. Uh, we all saw it coming, like you said. Um, yes, we're emotional about it, but if you take your emotions out of it, uh, we knew it was coming. And it, and it's time and it's and it was time for it to happen. It didn't make it any easier. We <laughs> if you listen to Elliot Friedman talk about it on Thirty One Thoughts. Um, he he was saying that he even thought it probably should have ended last season. But I have a hard time believing that because the year before last, we swept Tampa. He did a phenomenal job with that team mm-hmm. with Panarin, uh, and then the year after, we beat Toronto with. Matthews, Nylander, Marner, yeah. Tavares, and now they have Felino. <laughs> right, but that was I'm talking about last I year. I said when they, now. Yeah. Um, so whatever. Anyways, he beat that. We beat that team, and then pushed Tampa to their limits in the next series again. 
the hardest series that Tampa had to play all playoffs last year before they won the cup was against yeah. Columbus. It was against Columbus. Granted, it, it, we only won what one game out of that series, but one two. game. But uh, it was one game. We but we played. It was that five overtime game. Yeah, that's uh, and then it was just a, it was a tough series. Yeah. yeah, the puck didn't bounce our we way did, a lot of the time. No, I, but I, I totally see your point though in terms of us pushing it to the limit. Like they absolutely had, that was they had to work for every single. Yes. Game in that yes, series. Absolutely. Was, we weren't we may have lost the series four one, but we were not a pushover in that in any of the games. That series that push to the limit led by Nick Felino and John Tortorella. And yeah. I I don't understand the torts hate that's still happening right now. Seriously, just shut up. About, I, it like, just does not gone. make any sense. I, I've seen more I'm, towards love than I have. There's hates. been a lot. There's, there's been, been overwhelmingly more, yeah. more towards and honestly, love. Honestly, a lot than of the towards, towards hate. haters have kind of not been very vocal right now during this time. The hashtag fire towards yeah. idiots have been quiet. Yeah. So, so finally, thank you for shutting up. Um. So yeah, the, the Tortorella era has ended, and for, for for me, like towards he ushered in a whole new mindset, a whole new culture. Um, here within Columbus to the point where um, the Jackets started to gain, I feel like, respect around the league, something that we had not had for quite some time with this franchise. And he ushered in that new change that, 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 the leagues, that teams around the league started respecting the Jackets. And I'm, I'm, I, I love what he did. And honestly, when he was first hired, I didn't really much care for the hire. Like, what I knew of Tortorella was, you know, the – Torts run-ins with the media, his temper. That was his, before his the artillery clips. was a thing, right? Um, no, it was a thing. No, it was, we, were, we were a thing. We were about two years in. The podcast? The podcast was. Podcast, wasn't. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so everything that I knew of Torts was his temper, his run-ins with the media, a former players speaking out against him. Um, but all of, all of that to say this, every, every preconceived notion I had of Tortorella prior to him being a coach of the Blue Jackets – he proved me completely wrong, and I could not have been a bigger supporter or fan of Tortorella. And I mean, you can't be mad about his coaching style. His coaching style was about work ethic, and and as as a fan and as a spectator and as an organization, you can't be mad about that. If if you worked hard and you pushed yourself each shift, and and you know Tortorella would he would give you ice time. If you half-assed it, if you if you are a superstar and you just skated around, not putting in 110 percent effort because you're trying to get away with your skill, Tortorella, that's what that, he that, would that, notice that, and he would he would shorten the bench. That's on the you. thing that I've been seeing from people it, all over these replies. You know, uh, New York's coach just got fired. Um, Quinville is that? No, not Quinville. Dan, uh, Quinn. Dan. Yeah, Quinn. 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 It's Quinn. Quinville yeah. coaches yeah. in Florida. Um, and then you know we tweeted. Uh, towards the New York Rangers and people in, in our replies or even any all the replies are oh why so we can just go up there and bench Panarin you you people are so they fucking don't know what uninformed and they ignorant have, it's unbelievable yeah. Panarin loved torts and vice yeah. versa <laughs> and yeah. vice versa torts came out and was was like that's why he loved Panarin he could just let him go out and do whatever he needed to do yeah Panarin worked harder than but anybody he worked his ass he off worked that's his the thing ass off. Panarin is a superstar in this league but he didn't skate he didn't get away with it based off his talent he he, he Tortorella let him play because he worked his ass off and he had the talent line eight yes and yes Torts has a record of benching superstars yeah like Pierre-Luc Dubois like Patrick Line he never benched Panarin Pierre-Luc Dubois is not a superstar he's he a, was a superstar <laughs> he was he's when a he was he's a star 
Not a superstar. Yeah, okay. I'd say star. Not anymore. Not ever since oh, he I know. fucking threw his <laughs> bitch fit. Yeah. Uh, Third line center of getting hardly any points in Winnipeg. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> what? Yeah. But anyways, that, I mean, yes, he has a... Because he doesn't care who you are. If you go out there and you're not performing, not putting up the numbers, not playing well, not playing in the system, how he wants you to play, you're not going to play. Not going And that's to play. how it is. And that's yep. what's been known his entire coaching career. It's not news. He's not benching people because they're fucking superstars. Get get that out of the that shouldn't even be in the atmosphere of Tortorella. Is is him benching superstars because he benches everybody. He does. He benches everybody. If if you're if you're Alexander Texier, if you're Eric Robinson, or if you're Patrick Line, he will bench your ass if you're not doing what you're supposed to yeah. do. And and obviously that we saw that happen twice this year with Line and by the second time, I was I was scratching my head. I was like, "What is going on? Why are we not?" Patrick Laine has to be out there. He has to be a a pivotal part of this team and everything it's, that this team needs to do night in and night out. And you know, when 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 the film is is replayed, sometimes a lot of the moves that Tortorella does is pretty warranted. Yeah, and, in hindsight, a lot in of it hindsight, makes sense. it is, and it's. It's as much as you hate to say or hate, but I mean, he's consistent at least. You may not agree with what he does or what he does, but he's so consistent on the things that he does with each single player. Doesn't matter what your name is, and I I respect the hell out of him for that. I really do, and 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 I I think that's why there's more positives um, being taken away from this party than there are negatives right now. Yeah, and I'm not like trying to be like the person was like oh, i was right but like in those scenarios like when he benched patrick everyone was like you're an idiot torch why would you do that we got that pod and we were up in arms but i just kept saying i want to know why and then you find out why and we're like okay yeah and then you hear line a's interview exit interviews and he's like i played like shit this year this yeah, is all on me yeah, i mean well, everything that <laughs> happened this year the the his and he still had what over twenty points, which yeah. I mean isn't the greatest for <laughs> not a guy good like, for him. But but for still, it, like yeah. for any player, tw- over twenty points is decent. I mean, in the NHL, it's not for the awful. Blue Jackets. That's good um, for Blue Jackets. Yeah, that's you're top true. two. You're top three. <laughs> but nothing, nothing. I think Liney likes Torts yeah. from all yeah. indications. Even yeah, after he got benched, for I sure. And I don't think we'll that get into that. Any... We'll get into Liney here later on. But yeah, I, I agree with that statement. I think I don't. I think yeah. is the kind of guy. I mean, Liney's quite a bit younger now he's 22 gonna be 23 coming up uh but so he's not like he's he's in that what is it gen is it gen z gen z I he's think. not a he, millennial he's, he's the gen z now yeah um whatever the generations are stupid but anyways he's not <laughs> he he understands the work ethic that needs to be had to play in the nhl and he knows that he fucked up and that's why he got benched. He understands that, and that's I think why. he 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 has gained a new understanding of that. Yeah, because of Tor because of Tortorella, yeah. absolutely. So, and that's um, all in all, that's what made him a great coach. Yeah, that's what makes him a, a coach I'm going to miss. Yep. Whenever here's how great he was. What was who was our coach? Todd Richardson. When he was gone, I didn't shed a tear. <laughs> I was kind of like, eh. I was like, okay. Yeah, we all kind of were like, yeah. And then he went and won a cup, huh? Well, he was the assistant. Let's not <laughs> let's not give. Him yeah, full but he still here. won a cup. Let's not I mean, give him full credit here, him. okay, the Kyle? Team? Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was, was Tampa. Tampa last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tampa's a pretty um, damn good team. Yeah, but, but on my side, whenever he came in, I was, I was excited, on the aspect of like, it's such a one eighty. 
speaking about like Todd Richardson, who had no emotions, who had no like ah, um, like it was the polar opposite. Him. Like he was I, the I've, so I've, when I've, I've compared like Todd Rich Todd Richardson to um, Jim Tressel and yeah. and Urban towards Meyer. the kind of like Urban Meyer. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Urban Meyer's a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. He's always like he's Torts is more. Yeah. yeah. Granted, Torts is a lot more. <laughs> but, but, let's but, make it relatable. But, but, huh? You know, yeah. Jim Jim Trestle was just kind of like vanilla. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And so that's hearing us sign him, I was excited. I didn't know oh, what absolutely. he was going to bring to the table. I didn't know if he was going to bring us to the cup, which he didn't, but oh well. But I was excited. I was excited to see that energy, that enthusiasm, that grit, that power. On the bench. When Tortorella got signed, what six years ago now? It's it feels yeah. like it's, it was feels like yesterday. Year. I, I remember I mean, my it's... I remember my friend Kale to this day, who was a Flyers fan, texted me. He was like, pretty much like Ella, like laughing my ass off. Good luck with that guy. Like, right. I remember the text. I th- that morning well, because when it of happened. what he did in Vancouver, yeah, what he did in New York, uh-huh. and all that. And that's what I knew of him. That was my first six years too. ago because yeah. I six years ago. To be honest, I wasn't like. Balls deep in Blue Jackets, yeah. As I as I am right now, um, not even close. But I knew of Tortorella because, uh, and when he was in New York, his uh, at the beginning of a game, kind of like what we saw when they played the Capitals last week, the entire team fought off a faceoff, <laughs> like, yeah. and he tried to all time when hockey he, when he coached at Vancouver. He tried to he tried to get into the other locker room and like that's what I knew of Tori. The same, and that's his, what I did too. In his insane post game pressers <laughs> uh, when he was in New York and Vancouver yep. about this stuff that he like the shit that he was saying up there. I was like, holy shit, that's who we just hired. <laughs> like this is crazy. Yeah. Like what is happening? And then it turned out that. I mean, you get to know the guy. I mean, you know, being he's a, a fan phenomenal of the team. Human what a phenomenal human being. He's a great coach and yeah. even like 100% even better human being. 100%. What 100% and there's, a better there human There is being. no question in my mind that, A, he proved me wrong as, as somebody that was very, very hesitant and very unsure of, him, of that hiring. And there's no doubt in my mind that he was the right coach at the right time for this organization. Right. And it's exactly who we that's needed. That's exactly what we needed. That's exactly what we needed. Yep. It, I think he ushered in a new us. culture. Um, he, he, uh, he, he got rid of that lazy mentality, the Ryan Johansson of the world, like that type of mentality where we were all just kind of skating by and, and nobody respected us in this league. And he made us a team that teams hated to play. And it was that blue-collar mentality. And granted, the last year did not go how we all predicted or how we all wanted. It was a bad year. It was a weird year. Weird he year, it bad was a year. short year, yep. weird year. Didn't get the training camp. Yeah. Didn't get the – I mean, I, I feel like – honestly, I'm a torts apologist at this point. But <laughs> I feel like he got shafted. I, I feel like he may have – should have gotten another year to prove. It, it was a tough year because we had a lot of new faces in this organization, and Torres didn't the get his trades he, that he had to deal he didn't, with. He didn't get his training camp. He didn't get his preseason. Tra- like, I mean, he lost his number one center. And I think, had, yeah, and I think something that kind of goes overshadowed is like the fact that we had key injuries. Yeah, Nyquist. Had, nobody talks about Nyquist. Nyquist is gone all year. The best free agent signing in the history of this franchise was injured all <laughs> season. Could be, yeah. All right. I, mean, I so don't we disagree because a lot either, of the best players have had to be like be a trade. But yeah, I'll give you that for a free agent signing. Either yeah. way, we had him. We've gone. Yeah. Boone Jenner was injured. Warinsky was injured. Who else? Uh, we just. Big, I don't big know. Names. Yeah, injuries. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, but then the the PLD trade just kind of fucked the whole like locker room. I think. I don't think the trade. It was PLD. 
you know, yeah, <laughs> but like, PLD. yes, PLD, getting rid of PLD definitely helped the locker room. But Long, yeah. I mean, Felino can only do so much at that point, right? Honestly, and like the whole PLD thing kind of set the precedence for the whole year. I mean, it was just it, getting off to that type of a start is not what you want in a locker room. And <clears throat> I wrote down this as well for part of the show flow. Torts had to deal with a lot of adversity amongst players that we had and a lot of complicated situations. For instance, there was the whole Panarin and Bob situation where they made it known pretty much halfway through the season that they weren't going to return. So, I mean, you had that to deal with a couple years ago. Kind of. In hindsight, yeah. But in the moment, from what I remember... I thought maybe Panera was going to resign. And we a lot of people it, did. But I, I really think a lot of the guys in the locker room already kind of, the writing was on the wall and they kind of knew what right. was going to happen. But now in hindsight, like um, even if Panarin still would have been in Chicago, he still was leaving to go to New York. It would not have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you fast forward to the Pierre-Luc Dubois situation, that drama. So I just feel like there was a lot of drama that Tortorella had to deal with as a head coach. And I feel like he, as a head coach and as a person, handled it very well. So well. I really do think he handled it well. And, and for whatever reason, the drama just finds Columbus lately. <laughs> it freaking sucks. Because of torts. Uh, apparently, that's what everyone says, because of torts. But I don't so, believe that for one second. And then I'm also I really here, don't. I'm also seeing a bunch of stuff about how he cannot develop young talent, which can we talk about how that's much... That's the reason. That's the, that is the sole purpose that I truly believe Toro has brought to this team. Absolutely. Because we had so much young Look talent. At Seth, we're, let's talk about Seth Jones. Let's talk about Seth Jones. Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand. Seth Jones was brought into this team the same year that Torts got hired or the year after? Uh, I fact check. I don't know. It was close. But also, but anyways. You think the same. Same year? Neff will figure it out. Neff fact check. (laughs) It was around the same time. But Seth Jones was a young guy in Nashville that was not playing in Nashville because they were so deep. They had Shea Weber. I mean, fuck. They. Shea Weber roomed with Seth Jones. Like, anyways, <laughs> uh, traded for Seth Jones. He was a young defender, developed in Columbus. Seth yeah. Jones became the defender he is in Columbus. 100%. Artemi Panarin became the player that he was, blossomed in he Columbus. He blossomed here. He had the potential. Absolutely. He had the skill, but he blossomed here Zach for sure. Zach yeah. developed in Columbus. Oliver Bjorkstrand, developed in Columbus. Cam Atkinson, developed under torts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a little older than before. most, but yeah. Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner, yeah. Boone Jenner was 21 when torts got here. PLD. 22, maybe. Sorry. Son of a gun. Sorry, keep going. Was 22, I, 21 or 22 when torts got here. Developed under under John Tortorella, and I don't want to hear any Jenner hate from anybody, because you can go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah, you want to get you go, Boone Jenner hate. Yeah. Go jump so, off a bounce. I, mean, I, the, I, the, I, I the, get the, it. The, Eric Robinson, Alex Alexander Texier. Texier, okay. Okay, Texier. He's going to be good. I get what you're saying. I 100% agree. And to all the torts like haters out there, he is a he is a coach that takes these young guys and makes them professional athletes. Jack Roslovic. He's well, absolutely I mean, kind of. Look at what he did this year. Yeah. Coming out of Winnipeg, he did he, nothing. He tied K Magson for second. On the team for points this year. We won that trade because of Jack, Jack Ross. Right? Yeah, screw yeah. Line A. It, like, By really, a long like, shot. So like, like, biggest, yeah. Torrell's biggest thing, every time I hear him talk about the NHL and players, is his. he always stresses how to be a true professional. 
And that's that's his that's that's just kind of what he preaches, I believe, to to these to the players is, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to coach you how to be a true professional in this league. And I think I feel like to what you're saying, Kyle, all these young players that come in here at a young age, and you know, Tortorella is no nonsense, and he he expects you to man up right away. Let me put it mm-hmm. into perspective real quick. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Go, for, baby. For about a week. Let me put it into perspective. We've been talking about, the league has been talking about, all the fans have been talking about how young this team is for how long? For 10 years. <laughs> 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> we're always top always five the youngest, youngest always team the youngest. in the league, right? Never fails. And then yeah. we make the playoffs four years in a row, sweep Tampa, beat yeah. Toronto by accident because, well, we just accidentally beat them. Yeah. Because... Who the fuck do you think developed those guys? Who do you think coached those guys to beat those teams? Yeah. I mean, if we're the youngest, one of the youngest teams in the league and still sweeping Tampa and still beating Toronto with, I mean, Matthews is pretty young, with Nylander. <laughs> but still, Spezza, Matthews is a generational a talent whole, that scores, Matthews puts up almost 100 points a, a season. Absolutely. Like, he wasn't as good last year as yeah. he is this year, but still. The still, point stands. Austin Matthews. The point stands. It's. It's John Tortorella. Who's the comparative? Who's the comparative? The more we talk about this, the more I'm wondering why the fuck he even why, why he left. What who's are we the, doing? That's why I kept saying if he's not fired, I'm happy. Who's the compare? Who who do you compare on this team? Who is Austin Matthews like head to head matchup on the ice? Uh, who like, was it? Like last in year. the NHL last, last year. year when we were in the playoffs? Who was it? Was it uh, I don't even remember. PLD was it PLD? Yeah. Okay. Corpusalo? So yeah. <laughs> Corpusala. No, no, no. It was, P- it was PLD against Matthews. I mean, but yeah. PLD is a way, way better defensive center than Matthews yeah. is. But we can get into that later. I mean, yeah. we don't have to ever get into well, that. Yeah, it's just more so long story short. Like, just the amount of talent Toronto has versus kind of the uh, the decent amount of talent. Remember we've all had, the injuries like, last year dude. when we beat Toronto? <laughs> yes. Every I mean, season. it was an AHL team that beat yeah. Toronto, basically. Yeah. We would talk about that. I mean,. I just I do, I don't under anyways let's let's just summarize it real quick in the torts segment here we've been talking about torts for a minute as we sh- as he deserves every he deserves it all and and, and there, there's no he deserves all the love I mm-hmm. I, I do tru- maybe a little hate I but. do truly believe that it was time for the organization and Tortorella to part ways as much as it hates me to say that or pains me to say that um I it, it was time and I think Tortorella. Looking like he might be the next coach of the Rangers. We'll nah, see. I'm still <laughs> we'll saying see. he's going to Buffalo. Um, but Torrell's numbers in Columbus, he had a fantastic career. So he had 447 games as a head coach, 227 wins. Um, he was the coach of the year, won the Jack Adams in the 2016-17 season, four straight playoff appearances, Tampa Bay sweep. And also, I mean, he's he ushered in a, a new era of Blue Jackets hockey where the league and teams around the league actually respect us as a club. And we're not just a, 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 a pit stop or we're not just a, a game that a, a team can roll over us and move on yeah, to the we're next. we're a problem. Uh, we're a problem. And, Absolutely. And we even saw that. Granted, Detroit sucked this year, but hey. We were out of it in the very last game of the season. We still won. <laughs> like, yeah, well, whatever. You I know, mean. it's just it's stuff like that that you know we 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 have a new. I feel like we have a new identity with this team, and and um, granted, we might be taking it in a new direction, but I think we have established a culture of of winning in terms of like making the playoffs, and I think that's going to really benefit us in the long run here moving forward. Thank you, John Tortorella. Thank you, Thank John you. Tortorella. 
I love Torbella. you so much. I love you. I love you. I love your dogs and, and your I horses. You. Uh, Fire the Cannon tweeted a meme. Did you see that? <sighs> I did not. Uh, on Twitter, tweeted a meme about it was the it was like two of the players that left and said John Torch treats us like dogs. And then the next frame was like him loving on a dog. So like, yeah, like, it's like, yeah of course yeah, like, of course it's, he, does. he loves dogs. Yes, he of course he, he does. Yeah, he loves his doggies. <laughs> All right, we told you it's gonna be a long one. That was just a one out of like six segments. We're already thirty three minutes in. So. Torts deserves yeah, every bit of he that. Deserves more. <laughs> he does. And yet, I like, I, him, I, I really love the man. I'm gonna miss those press. I think it was time to part ways. It was just time. It was time yeah. for both for both parties to part ways. But he did so much, so much good he things does. here. So many good things, and he—I mean, the the players that liked him versus the players that didn't like him, supposedly, was like that. There were so many more, like ninety percent. Oh yeah, of well, players you, loved him. So the Blue Jackets posted a tribute, but only the ten percent of players—they're the loudest ones. It's always the, the loudest ones. The minority, like PLD. the minority make the most noise. Like it—it's stupid, but like the my the if somebody that hates something. Could be like 0.01 percent, but that 0.01 percent makes the most noise, and then everyone thinks that that's that's the fact, that's the end all, be all, and that's bullshit. Social media. And we saw that when the Blue Jackets posted like their little tribute on their social media on Instagram, and nearly the whole team shared that post on their individual personal stories of like, "Thank you, Torch, Stick Tap, Torch, Love you, Coach, gonna miss you." So he for sure has the respect of that locker room. And he has the respect from me, and I believe a majority of this fan base. And when he comes back, if he is coaching at another team with another team and comes back in a nationwide arena, you'd know damn well he is going to get a standing ovation. Absolutely. A 10-minute standing ovation. I will stand up the entire period and clap. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, I bet. Hey, hey, here we are. If he is at another team, that team comes (laughs) to play. When they do the the tribute for Uh him, We're going to stand up. We're going to clap. The entire period. we are not. The entire period. Okay? Okay. We are not going to. I want to wear a shirt with Toro's face on it. Oh, I'm going to. Me too. (laughs) Okay. All right. Torello, we love you. Thank you for your time in Columbus. And um, end of an era. It is. All right. It's time to move on, though. It's time to move. Just as we're moving on to Torello, we're moving on from this segment. Yes. (laughs) That was our last thing. (laughs) Moving on. Here we go. Uh, all right, so let's get into it. So obviously the offseason is going to be probably one of the most significant offseasons I think this franchise has seen in a while. Yeah. And it's we got we kind of got to figure out the direction this team wants to go. It's going to be a reload. It's going to be a rebuild. And I feel like a lot of that stems from one individual being Seth Jones. Um, mm-hmm. Would you both agree that that is the number one priority in the offseason? Granted, Jones, he does have one more year on his contract, correct? Yeah. So, obviously, he's going to be with us for another year. But given the fact we don't have a captain right now, um, I feel like it would be a critical part in this franchise or a crucial part within this franchise in this offseason to re-sign Seth Jones, throw him all the money he wants, part of that contract, give him the C, and I think we build from there. I think the number one priority this offseason is re-signing Seth Jones. That's... I, I disagree. Okay. I think Seth Jones, yes. We have him for another year, right? Uh, yes. Well, yes. So we have him for one more year. So we could even re-sign him during the year next year. We can, but... I think I think okay. the, the best direction that this team could take right now 
is a number one center. Yes, Seth Jones is very important. He's a very important piece of this team. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the best thing that Yarmo and his team could do right now is go out and get the best center possible. Yeah. To help Seth Jones. So Seth Jones doesn't have to carry the entire load of the team on his shoulders by himself. Now, I'm not saying he's doing it by himself, but take some of that off of him. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Because Absolutely. He, also, don't give him all the money because then you won't be able to pay. <laughs> don't give him all the money. You won't be able to pay a number one center Listen, like it's, it's Jack no Eichel. Secret. It's no secret. The Jackets are willing to throw a lot of money at Seth Jones. I don't know what exactly they're thinking, uh, but they've already made it known to Seth that like you are a top priority within this organization and we want you to be around. And I guarantee that Yarmo's already said, the C is yours. Um, yeah, that's so we, been that's been a, we got to figure. Known, yeah, yeah, we got to figure out obviously the numbers. And Seth Jones came out and said he's not ready to make a decision on his future with the Blue Jackets yet. Um, so we'll see how this plays out. So I, I just don't want it to drag out. Granted, yeah, he has another he has another year here in Columbus, um, but at the same time, I kind of want to just get him locked up. I want him to have this year uh, to start the season, and I think that's a that's a big part of this franchise moving forward and establishing a new leader of this of this team and so I, I think beyond a number one center which obviously i i truly believe that that has to be a another top priority i just think seth jones is the first priority there number one c next priority you really think seth jones is a higher priority than getting a number one center yeah, because I think Seth Jones, to me, Seth Jones establishes the he establishes he establishes the direction that this franchise is going to go. I think he's a guy that you can build a team around. Um, he's he's a and I agree. He's, an, he's an incredible talent. I don't disagree line. with anything you're saying, but even Seth Jones would agree with me in saying that this team needs a number one. Set. Max Domi has he's twenty five, almost twenty six. Possibly has the makings of a number one center, but he hasn't proven it this season. He could prove it next season, possibly. Jack Roslovic also possibly at one point in his career keep working could be with, a number one center. Keep working with Doobie. He'll be there. Right. Maybe. I, with the face-offs, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think... I, I don't think disagree that we need a number one center. If we're Max re- Domi's if not, we're re- he's not that guy. As much he as I could hate to say, he's not in yet. In the future. In the future, but we need a guy now. If we, right. can, if we, if we can keep a Domi on this team... If we're them. reloading, if yeah. we're reloading, as Yarmo's quoted, reloading and not rebuilding, then we need to go out and get a, a bona fide, verified number one center now, which yeah. means not paying Seth Jones $10 million a year. That's what, that's what that is going to take. Yeah. It's going to take Seth Jones taking a bit of a pay cut if he wants to be here and to win – Maybe making eight million a year, yeah. not ten million a year. I don't think so I don't think ten million is. I don't think that's what he'll get. I really don't. I, I th- from what I think, I'm hearing, that's yeah, what it I seems mean, like the ballpark's gonna be. It kind of seems that way, but I, I for a defenseman, I feel like you're gonna be eight to nine, which you know whatever you're a million short of ten. But I, I did I, read I, somewhere about that, we're we're looking at like twenty six million in cap space. Yeah. So we have it, but if we pay him ten million, you also and then gotta we get, also, you also got to get Warinsky. Yeah, do we though? Not do we that though? Much. I mean, do well, we though? Yeah. Maybe. 
Do we? Because like if we if we traded <laughs> Warinsky and a couple picks for Eichel yeah. and then paid Eichel and then I'm got thinking. rid of Warinsky's contract and then put I'm, I'm looking and on then the, paid I'm, Delzato yeah. to play with Jones, which worked out really well at the end of the season. That was a great pairing at the end of the season. You know, I wouldn't be too mad about that. No, I, I, I think Warinsky's great, but like. I wouldn't be mad about trading him. If we're in the conversation with Jack Eichel, because there's no, it's no secret that Jack Eichel is not happy right now in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> no. The organization, he, he literally voiced his frustration with them here recently. Obviously. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of rockiness there. So if we're gonna be in the conversation to acquire a Jack Eichel, you we're gonna have to give up something kind of relatively big, and that could be a a, a, a Zach Rowinski with maybe with a Corpy in there. I, I don't Can know. Can we talk about Eichel real quick? Because I yeah. just I just I'm looking at a tweet as we speak uh, from Sirius XM NHL Network Radio verified account. Okay. Uh, the Jack Eichel and the odds on where his next team might be. Okay. Uh, Let me guess. New York Rangers number one. No, New York be- Rangers. Well, yeah, number because one. At for whatever reason, they have two hundred million dollars of cap space. And I don't know where it comes from. They they're a big market. Okay. Um, well, they're so, a big market, but I mean, it's just I feel like they just they spent between Toronto and like New York. Where did they get all their money? I don't know. There's a cap limit. I'm so confused. There's loopholes that they all take <laughs> advantage of because they have so much money they can spend it. Uh. New York Rangers five to two leading it. Uh, Los Angeles Kings at second three to one. Um, Coyotes, Bruins, Flames, Wild Wings all come ahead of the Jackets. Jackets are at ten to one. The fact that the Bruins are in the mix pisses me off. Like you don't need him. <laughs> You're good. Just stop. Rangers just don't chill. really need him. This is what I think. I mean, we can. This is a conversation for another time, but I think that's what part of the problem is with the NHL is it's top heavy. I mean, it is, yeah. With the bigger, well, you would it's imagine. Too much of a conversation. I mean, it's, uh, we all agree with all with the amount of loopholes that there it's are. Very, like, it's, it's they've very, somehow got to kind of cut that shit out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's you have the cap, but at the same time, you got loopholes within the cap. Yeah, I mean, look at and the NFL. Look like, at how the NFL doing? works. I what mean, are we doing here? It seems pretty even. Most, you yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah, the NBA is the same way as the NHL. It's top heavy. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, I the the Blue Jackets one hundred percent right now have the assets to send to Buffalo to get a yep. guy. Fucking Boston doesn't have the ass. We have three first round picks this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we not? Why are we not on the top? I feel like those odds might be a little off, but I, the, just based on assets that we have, I don't know. We don't need Eichel. We need a center. I think, in my opinion, the center that we could pull in and, and make a number one center is Philip Denault from Denault uh, would be good. from Canadians. Montreal. Yeah, yeah. He Even is Reinhardt or Reinhardt. Reinhardt is phenomenal. He hasn't he hasn't scored under 40, 40 points. In his career, I don't think, yeah. Uh, but anyways, Denault going to Philip Denault. He is from what I've seen and what I've what I've read, what I and his stats, his plus minus is one of the best two way centers in the league and has been since he came into the league. He had a bad year last year, but this last year is not a bad year, but a down year. Uh, this last season has been so fucking weird. <laughs> What do you think happens first? Random thought. Because I feel like... I don't know. It's because it's we're in a strange situation. We don't have a head coach right now, right? So 
Do you think that the Blue Jackets get a head coach first and then the the player acquisitions and Yarmo making moves happens because the players know who our head coach is? Or do you think Yarmo start make he starts making moves and the head coach kind of comes along the line? Because if I'm a player, I kind of want to know who I'm playing for, right? That's, that's an inter- it's interesting, interesting situation. Not if you're getting situation. traded here. You don't really have a choice. Yeah, yeah for sure. If you're getting <laughs> yeah. traded. That's fair. I, I'm almost more so spe- speaking like on the free agent side of things. But, yeah. It's, I think yeah, a coach will be here first, personally. I think just kind of setting that precedent going into the offseason. I think that's the direction they will take. If it does come out like they get the players first, maybe that'll be building attraction to coaches. But I don't think that matters too much either. What's his name? Brandon Roy? Is that... Coach of Colorado. Maybe. Maybe it's not Brandon Roy. It's Roy. His last name is Roy. It's Roy. I think it is Roy. It's not Patrick, is it? Maybe Patrick. I don't know. Look, Roy. Former goalie? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe. No, no, I don't think so. Anyway, I don't know. It, clearly, I know nothing about this person. We <laughs> know Blue Jackets. Except for that I've seen that he is back in. Like He used to be a coach and now wants to be a coach again. Was a great coach when he was a coach. Mm-hmm. And now wants to be a coach again. I think it was Patrick Roy. Why? Why? Why not? You know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. There's so many potential candidates out there. I've even heard Gallant possibly coming back. To this Columbus. is where I'm at with this. Like it's it's Gallant. No. 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 He took Vegas to the Stanley Cup Finals, baby. No. He was gifted a team. He <laughs> doesn't was matter. Gifted one of the best teams. Yes, it does matter. Just saying. Yes, it does matter. He was. Gifted, absolutely gifted. If you're giving the keys to Ferrari, you still got to know how to drive it. That I mean, that's not a great analogy because <laughs> what? you can be like, oh, yeah, these guys can maybe play together. So throw them out there and see if they <laughs> score any fucking goals. And they did. So, Same. hey, whatever. I mean, hey, let's see if if this left turn works right in a Rick Ferrari. Nash? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Rick I mean, Nash, Nash coach of the Blue Jackets. No, I'm just, I'm just. Oh kidding. no, Jared no. Bull. I'm just kidding. No, I did not mean. No, that at I've all. seen, <laughs> I've seen the people talking about Jared Bull being no. the best coach. I think that'd be like, a, that'd be like a watered down torts. I think ninety no. percent <laughs> have been joking, but also like <laughs> if. If we signed Bull to be our next head coach oh. for like five seconds, I'd be like, let's go. No, and then I'd be like, not at all. Oh, no, no way. I've heard also Kevin Deneen. Yeah, His I've seen that as well. Or I've Former also seen uh, Claude Julien. I've yeah. seen that as well. I don't want yeah. that. I so, mean, I don't want an old, washed up, recycled head coach that had played for five teams. Like Torts. I want someone like what <laughs> like Carolina yeah. has. Like the the coach they have, I can't yeah. remember his name. Uh, Give me a yeah. young guy. I'm all fresh for it. name. I'm he's all never leaving. He's never Kevin Deneen might be the guy. I, I, if he's a fresh guy, this yeah, is absolutely. this is former the, Blue Jacket. He's you know he's search. and I've said been around before. the league. He's been in coaching Whatever. situations. Whatever. Saying. Yeah, you're just you're speaking. You're talking out your ass right now. You don't know. I know lots of things. Uh, not about coaching though. No, I'm none never, of us. I'm do. never coached. Nobody does. This is the thing. Just saying. The only people that know about coaching are the people that actually like are fucking paid to know about coaching, like Yarmo and his team that he hired to look for coaches. If Yarmo right? hires a Finnish guy, I'm, I'm this done. This is where I'm at with this. <laughs> I love that. I quit. This is where I'm at with the coaching search and Yarmo we trust. I'm done thinking about it. He's going to hire somebody who he thinks is the best fit, and I'm going to trust Yarmo because he hasn't really steered yep. us wrong yet. He's steered us wrong in the draft many a years, but who cares whatever. Here we are. Who cares? Just overall, overall he's done fantastic. 
his trades yeah, his, tra- co- his, his yeah, trades are great but his drafts wrong with coaching hires yeah yeah Steer us, steer, steer us wrong with coaching hires. <laughs> what? Did he steer us wrong with coaching <laughs> hires? Bradshaw. Huh? His, Did he? His, Has he steered us wrong with coaching hires, Jordan? I, I, I like The answer is no, Jordan. I liked John Tortorella. <laughs> Tortorella's great. <You're> fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that segment was supposed about to be all, Seth was all about Seth Jones. <laughs> I don't know where we went off the rails there. In the slightest. That, uh, it's about know. Seth Jones, but this, I mean, Seth Jones may or may not sign. Who fucking knows? I mean, he and came it, out and said that. I feel like everything that he said was just uh, was just planted by his agent to get him more money in negotiations. Yeah, ninety percent probably. The season are, yeah. just ended. But Give him some space. Um, yeah, he he pretty much said like I don't I'll know. Call, I don't I'll know call my Amy. Right. Yeah, call Amy. Get I'll it, call get Amy and find out. Oh yeah, I'll let I'll yeah, then I'll let you guys know next. If we week. can't retain Seth Jones, at least keep Amy Jones. That's all I'm asking. That's all yes, we need. ma'am. Uh, all right, moving on. So Blue Jackets did their. Um, you good there, Kyle? <laughs> so uh, Blue Jackets did their exit interviews, and one that kind of stood out was Patrick Laine, obviously, because he is allegedly a star in the league. I. Couldn't tell by this year. This um, year, no. Overall, yeah. Overall, yeah. So, Patrick Lyon in his eg- exit interview said, I have enjoyed every minute of being here. It was great to see fans in the stands. I love it here, and I want to stay here for sure. Do we believe him? Uh, yes, sir, I do. You believe him? I do. Okay. I do. All right. I think there's not... It's... For me, it's just... I am... So tired of everyone thinking, like, it, it's, we have a great player here. And everyone's like, but it's not going to work out, right? It's not going to happen. I it's mean, not going to continue. Right? He doesn't want to be here, though, right? We, he can say 9,000 times. I love, I have loved my time in Columbus. I have not been able to explore Matt Duchesne it. said that. I've not been able to. Who cares? We weren't building a team around Duchesne. Correct, but I'm we just saying brought he said him the same. He, he here said the to fill words. on a spot so we can attack for yeah. the cup. We're bringing Line A in because we see value long term. That's why we brought him. Do we in. though? Do we think? Yeah. Do we think Line in A? In my is opinion, yes. Do we legitimately right now after last season? Do we think Line A is the right fit for Columbus? Yes. Yes. You think so? Yes. Okay. And to turn around after everything that happens and everything that he said in his interview saying, like, I've enjoyed my time here. I've liked my time here. I like Columbus. I like the fans. I love seeing them. I love the coaching. I don't believe any of that, but yes. I, sure, I whatever. Saying. I don't care. But, like, to turn around and just constantly just be like, ah, something's not right here. Just because we've been burned too many times in the past two, three years. Warren. Suck That's why. it up. You sound like That's a pathetic why. boy. I, I don't, I'm just saying Panera and Bob, they both said, oh, we love it here. We, we, okay, no, we're thinking leave. more of Duchesne. Duchesne, oh, we love it here. Oh, but he left. Uh, again, Pierre Luc Duval, oh, I enjoyed my him. time here. I'm going to sign a two-year contract. Oh, but as soon as I sign it, I want out. Like, we've, we've been burned by big names before, so that's why I bring up the question that's of fine. do we think that Line A is being legitimate in his exit interview here? I think bringing up Duchesne is the stupidest argument because he is not a piece to build around. Line A is. If, he's, if Line A, if he means it or not, fine. But he's saying he wants to be here. Let that happen. Let the stars wall like form where they may, but just enjoy the time and let's see what happens and just make sure that he's going to develop and be that person you want to build around. But don't walk away from it every single time he says, like, I've enjoyed the team. I've enjoyed Columbus. And be like, ah, oh, he doesn't want to be here. 
Yeah, so... Uh, Love it. Enjoy it. So he, during that exit interview, he was also pretty critical of his own game. Uh, he didn't shy away from his on-ice performance this year. He pretty much said, like, Good. I need to do better. <laughs> I, my goal is to improve myself and come back in a better next offseason, or next season. Um, so, I don't know. That kind of rubbed me the kind of, not the wrong way, but it's kind of like, all right, well then, if you knew that for the majority of the of your time in Columbus, and we know you have the talent, where the hell was it? Like, you in a post-game, in, in an exit interview saying, I'm going to come back better next season. Well, why didn't you just start this season? <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's Why didn't you just, easy, like, try man. to prove yourself here in, there are this so season. many factors this season that have gone into performance of different players. And I think Line A being 22 years old, I mean, think about when you were 22. I, I, I mean, that was only five years ago for me uh, when I was 22 years old. And I am 100% a different person now than I was then. For sure. I was very, I was way more immature then and didn't really have a grasp. I mean, granted, you still don't. I also yeah exactly, but <laughs> I I also wasn't a professional at the time uh, in what I did. But my point is like he, I don't think he really knows what he wants yet. I think that he's still also trying to figure it out. And with it being a a COVID season, right? The last two seasons, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like we need a full eighty-two game season. With maybe a little bit of new scenery around him, new coach, uh, new line mates. Fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. So let's just talk about it for a second. So his his rookie year, he has 64 points, 36 goals. Year two. That's insane. Year, his his rookie, his rookie year. year. Uh, his second year, 44 goals, 70 points. Um, his third year in the league, 30 goals, 50 points. So he went down 20 points and also was a minus 24 that season. Um, his fourth year prior to coming to Blue Jackets, 28 goals, 35 assists, 63 points in 68 games. And then this year, 12 goals, 12 assists, 24 points, minus 28 on the season for Patrick Line. So his numbers have kind of progressively gone, I don't know, they're steady, but they've gone down. <laughs> Right, they've gone down. There's go no ahead, question. Yeah, go ahead and say like, oh, they're just tanking. They're not tanking, um, but they have progressively gotten a little, a little worse. Are, is there re, is there cause for concern there? Do we, do we? I don't know. I, it's it's just it's just strange. I, I just don't understand how you can come from Winnipeg to where you're fucking flourishing. Granted, there are different situations that are occurring because the team, our team in Columbus, was not good. But at the same time, he never really, he he never, he hardly ever showed any moments of this guy's a star. And that's what kind of. This year? This year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He totally did. He had the Eh. goal of the year for the team. The coast to coast was great, yeah. But like. He had, he had times where he would take a one timer from the top of the circle when he first got traded here, honestly. But he didn't do it much. Towards the end of his time here this season, but that's what I'm saying, man. Like where he nice. would take he would take a one timer and just even even not even one timer, just a just a wrist shot, just top shelf past the goalie past the goalie's head. Uh, what top top cheese, right? 
what, top what, cheese. What, what was his? What was his quote? He says something like that. I forget. Something top cheese. Top, like yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck. Cheddar he said. cheese. I don't. Something remember. like that. Just nasty man. Like yeah. he still has. It's not like he's lost it by any means. I think he just hasn't been in the right situation. Yeah. I mean, he di- he didn't want to be in Winnipeg. Maybe he doesn't want to be here. I don't know, <laughs> but it just it seems like he needs to be in the right situation uh, to where he needs to play well. Maybe in going into that, maybe we should trade him because maybe it's going to be too hard to cater to his needs to where he ha- has to have those needs to be the best player he can be, which. Clearly, he didn't have that this season. Yeah. Again, in a short, I, I, we cannot, we cannot look at this season, and and bl- and be like, oh, this is like, and and get any sort of conclusions from this season at all. In my opinion, shortened season. The trade happened five games into the season. Everybody was kind of disoriented. Like, what the fuck happened with Pierre Luc Dubois? Why does he all of a sudden want the fuck out of here? Why are we getting Line and Ross? Like everything happened so quickly at the beginning of the season. I don't know. In my opinion, I think he's an RFA. Play him next. Like he has to be here next year. Just play him. Yeah. Play him. So, see what he does. Yeah. So go I, from I, there. I said. So I said all of the, what I said to get to this point here is give him a, give him a whole season in Columbus. From training camp to preseason to 82-game schedule to fans in the stands. Bring it on. I'm all for Let's it. Let's see what happens. I, I, I more so was just asking the question of like, I, I just wanted to ask the, uh, the hard-hitting question. I want to pretend like I was the 60-minute host right there. But I'm coming, okay. I'm coming full circle, pretend like you're Pretend like you're Allison Luke and, and you're asking <laughs> a great question right now. Okay. I'm just not, kidding. A dumbass question. Okay. That's what, she um, she had some questions she did for the goalies that were it wasn't a good question in my opinion and I don't think either of them thought it was either I thought it, it yeah made what, me, what go, let's it say, made real me quick laugh. We're, let's just segue to that real quick <laughs> what what did she ask them both she, she was asking them like other than like stats and what you can see on paper what are some things like in a nutshell she's like what are some like small things that we should pay attention to to see like what a good goalie does and like both of them said uh, what. <laughs> like Elvis said, that was that's a hard question. Like not like, ooh, that's something to think about. Like, what? If anybody says that's a hard question, it's a dumb question. Yeah, essentially. Um, <laughs> but anyways, coming back to it, yeah, coming like, back to it, I want I want Line A to just have a full season under under his belt with the Blue Jackets. I want Tor- I want uh, Tortorella. <laughs> I, I do want, too. I, I want Tortorella <laughs> back. Just kidding. Um, I want oh, no. Yarmo. I want Yarmo to make a move to help this guy out mm-hmm. in some aspect. We need a a guy that can dish line of the puck, and that is a number one center. And it has to that has to be um, a top priority among acquiring Seth or not acquiring, but re-signing Seth Jones, giving him the seat this offseason. But um, no, I, I agree to Kyle's point earlier in the pod that obviously a number one center is a must, and Patrick Line needs that because it's evident that without that he cannot score that many goals and he's a guy that just relies on that and yeah i mean you look at what he had in winnipeg i mean yeah man statsny and uh yep oh uh shifley yep uh those two in winnipeg i mean 
those two, honestly, like Winnipeg is they're the better setters in the league yeah. in those two guys. It's Stastny's a little older, but like, yeah, of course he's scoring fucking yeah. 36 goals his rookie year because he's got those guys. Nobody even knew that line A was that good his rookie year. But now they know he's that good. Now That's why his numbers have gone down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now they uh, know. But yeah, you, I think, look, truly, I think Domi can be that guy. Yes. Maybe not next season. Maybe the season. May, maybe next season. I don't know if Domi's the guy. I really don't. I really, I, I don't know. He he, listen, he's been with three different teams in, I think, six years. I don't years care. Domi now. had a 72 to point me, year with Montreal. He can do it. It's possible. And we saw know, it at the end of the season. The 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 vision, the passing, the sauce, the moves, He's gonna the be absolute fine. skill that Domi has Listen, is something. I'm, I'm all for Domi being like an, our number two guy for sure. Number two center, I welcome it. I don't think he's our number one. I if we can, he, I don't if think if he will can, be a number one in this league. Period. In my opinion, if we can bring someone in that's going to take over the one seed, that wouldn't be Domi in like two years. I'm loving that. I would love to see that. I'm going to be so happy to see that. But I think one of the I think it was a Domi exit interview. One of the things they brought up was like, and I think that kind of reflects well with like line A is they talked about like coming into this team this season, you didn't really have a chance to acquaint yourself outside of the bubble that you're in constantly. You didn't get a chance to like go outside of what you're supposed to do for the team. They're like, you probably don't have like a favorite restaurant in Columbus. He's like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't really get a chance. Yeah, I was so focused on everything, and I think there's a big part, and I I love that Line A just took all responsibility. He wouldn't rem- admit like it was just an awkward time for me. It was an awkward situation being pushed out to a new team, with a a coach that really just brought a du- different style of teaching, to be like I just haven't been able to accumulate myself to where I'm at, and I think that's a scenario where yeah, just give him that year, let him play, let him get yeah. used to not only the team. Not only the coaches, but the city. Let them get to like walk around for a little bit and be like, this is where I'm at. I think that's a huge part, and I know that Line A will never say that, and I love that. Well, yeah, I mean, the fact that Line A has that self-awareness, kind of what you're talking about there, where he has pretty much been critical on himself, and he's, he's accepted the fact that, you know, this is, it was a strange situation for me. Yeah. And he's 22 years old. He's a young guy. So the fact that he does have that awareness speaks volumes for, to him and, and who he is and um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to see your thoughts. Thoughts if we really, if we think that Line A is a good fit here, and I think so. I think if given given him a full year, um, in Columbus with a new coach, not to say anything, you know, negative about Torts because I think no. I think Line A was fine. with I Tortorella. think he was a tough coach to like. Sec, he's a tough second coach for a young guy for sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, I'm excited. I, I, I want to see what he can do next season. And yeah, we'll just go from there. Yeah. But there was a little article that kind of surfaced uh, this, this past day or two on the old uh, social media sphere. Bring and I feel like a lot of people are kind of taking this quote out of context because obviously if you translate something from Finnish to English, things might not... <laughs> Kyle's already rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the quote. So this was, this was uh, Patrick Line. In an article, he was speaking Finnish to a Finnish reporter. Um, he said, quote, you won't see me in the worlds because of, because of this season. I can't stand even a game of hockey. It was an absolute miserable experience team-wise and personally. The only good thing is that the season is over. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. 
<laughs> so that was a direct quote from Patrick Lyon A. You know um, what? You know what raises flags for me? You know, ahead. that's that's a damning. That's a damning quote. Okay. Like, yes, if that was an actual fucking quote, right? What what raises flags for me is that nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Friedman's not talking about it. The, the fucking ports line's <laughs> not making clickbait about it. No, nobody's talking about it because it's bullshit. It was translated so poorly. He's not blaming the team. He's not blaming the coach. He's not saying it was mis. I mean, it's just translated so poorly. I don't even know why we're giving it attention. People are giving it attention on social media because they saw the quote and they're like, oh, yeah, like, oh, Lionel. See, there Columbus it is. Gotcha. So he hates yeah, Columbus. He, hate, gotcha. he said he liked it here, but now he says he hates it here. Exactly. You I, said it. You said yeah. gotcha. Gotcha journalism. It was a gotcha That's moment. exactly yeah, what yeah. it is. It's yeah, gotcha it, journalism. But it, it was a quote that made the rounds and it was on Twitter and people were sharing it. Quote we, is, is. We got, we got tagged. We got tagged in it a handful of times. Unbelievable. And I, yeah, I think it's a quote that is completely taken How out of context. How about do some fucking research? Yeah. people and it, there's in no the, question taken out of context there and i think he's not bashing a the city or the team in that quote i think he's just bashing he's just more so speaking in terms of we had a bad season uh i don't think he was saying when he said team wise i don't think he was knocking his teammates at all i think it was just a like, listen, like, we had a bad year. Nothing was really connecting. Um, at, but at the same time, I don't think he meant anything as a personal attack to Columbus, his teammates, the, organi the organization. Organization. you got to pronounce the I when you're speaking. I think, All he terms. I think he was miserable. I think... Not I think everybody was miserable this year. <laughs> we were losing like <laughs> every other game. Even Elvis was, like, forthright and, oh, like, honest about it. Like, yeah. it sucked being in that locker room game after game. Like, we're losing... I, mean, I get it. I get it. A dude that just got done playing fifty-six games this year. Actually, he played. He played like a little less, but on on a, a he had, he went through the drama of you know the whole Winnipeg situation. They're getting traded to a new environment. The new environment. The team wasn't that great. I get it. When when he was asked the question, "Are you going to be in the world?" He's like, "No, I don't want to be. I need a break." Is what I got from this. This whole that's exactly correct. Yeah, that is what I got from it. Yeah. Everybody needs a break from something in their life, whether it's sports, whether it's like well, your, your look real at life. It, a lot of the people that I mean, he's young enough to play in the world, right? I mean, yeah, I think a lot of the guys that are playing are twenty and under. They're guys that yeah, people that really, are trying to get their name out there. Exactly, Line they're, doesn't need to do that. They're guys that haven't broken into the scene yeah. yet. Line A is already a stapled pro he's a guy that's he he you is build around exactly <laughs> he doesn't need to go play in worlds he doesn't need no. i'm not saying it's a waste of time by any means but for him personally he needs a break he was not he didn't have a good season clearly by his standards not at all he was not happy <laughs> yeah. with the way I think he was. Mi I think that quote he was miserable with the way that he played personally. Yeah. Even from my perspective, it, my my point on or my outlook on the artillery. Mm -hmm. Once the, once the season's over, hockey wise, the last Blue Jackets game is is played. I need a month break. <laughs> I need a two month break from this stuff because when 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 it's all you do is eat, sleep, and 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 breathe. Putting out even just content for fifty some thousand people and producing a podcast and all that stuff. From my personal experience, when the when, when the final horn sounds, I'm like, Ugh. I love this. I love this team. I love I love talking about it. I love 
I love promoting it. I love putting out T-shirts and content. But my God, sometimes I need a break. Now just imagine like tossing that into a new team and then traveling week in week. Exactly. Going to a different city to play in. And you can't do anything outside of the hotel and yep. the game. You have to stay yep. in that hotel. Yep. You have to stay As in that arena. As a 22-year-old who was like, I'm I'm getting out of Winnipeg. I'm coming to this team. That's, that's <laughs> what people are missing, man. It's yeah. like... Oh yeah, Line A was like, yeah, I'm getting out of Winnipeg and going to Columbus. When I was the 22, Winnipeg of America. I was dumb as fuck, and I'm I, still dumb again, as fuck. Again, right, we but all dumber still then. Are. <laughs> yeah, dumber then. Uh, regardless, of, but like the mind. We forget how young these guys are. Yeah, 22, crazy. dude. Like, if you really put it into perspective, we expect. Of course, him, he needs a fucking break. We expect him to just. Of like, course, he does. Be so perfect. He's been right stuck the in gate. hotel rooms yeah. in his apartment the entire time he's been here. He's not allowed to go out because of the COVID protocols in the NHL. They're not allowed to go out and do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year is going to be so much looser. He's going to be able to go out and experience the city, experience yep. his teammates, experience other people, experience his teammates. How? As people outside okay. of the arena, holes. The only way that he's experienced his teammates this season is was naked in the shower. Was in the probably. Lo- probably <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Was in, was in the locker room <laughs> or on the ice? Yeah, yep. seriously though, it was. I mean, like with, really? yeah, with honestly, I, I joke, but yeah, COVID protocol really it 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 stifles the 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 growth of friendship it was such a yeah. weird season it's not fair yeah. to judge anybody this season based off of how they and, played and, because of how and fucking there were weird it was. we Especially had what we, we had what six seven eight new guys this year and they couldn't all go hang out outside of the arena they 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 weren't allowed with covid mm-hmm. protocol so yep. you know they 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 can't get to know each other outside of the arena and that's we we take for granted how valuable that is we just expect these guys to come in there like oh they're professional athletes they're going to mesh right away no well, they're people. They gotta figure shit they're out. People. They gotta be friends. They gotta off off the ice. They have to. The they have to. Kids. They have to build a camaraderie with, with each other. And if you can't do that beyond the the four walls of an arena, it's it's gonna be a long season. We had so many new faces this year. So to what you're saying, Kyle, hundred percent. You can't judge Tortorella. You can't judge Line You can't judge Domi. Anybody off of the circumstances that have happened this year, and I want to see Domi, I want to see Line back fully next year, and I want to see what they can bring to this team with a full 82 82 game preseason uh, training camp, everything camaraderie, the boys going out on the town, getting hammered together. I want to see it, and I want to see that next season. And we get on this because of that interview and that quote that was pulled. Yeah, that same interview. There's a list of things that just completely counteract what it was construed as. Yeah. One thing he said, "Hermita eten pistit." I'll do English. Do the English he one. Said, Thank you. Appreciate I'm it. disappointed that I couldn't help the team. <laughs> as simple again. as that. I'm, I take full responsibility for the failure. Talking about torts, he said, "I had no problem with torts." He said, "It doesn't matter how many zeros are in your paycheck. If you do not play well, you don't play well at all. If you don't play well, it, it, you don't play." You don't play. That's just how it is. That's torts. And the last torts thing, is consistent all the talking, time with that. Yep. And talking straight up about the team or Columbus or anything, he said, we have not had any major talks, but I've made it clear to everyone that I have liked being here. It's been just playing out there. I have nothing against staying here. There's no indication of like, oh, I hate it. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't play hockey. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That, Shut this, up. This is what night and day, like, remember when Dubois would have press conferences like that, and he'd be like, just so vague and like, oh my gosh, and just 
looking back on it, like the shit that Dubois said when he was just so vague, like, yeah, it was like we had a season and like we played hockey and <laughs> yeah, we shot pucks and like Columbus is cool and like yeah. whatever, all this shit. Lenny's like, yeah, man, like I didn't play well. I like the city. It's a cool city. I like being here. I've told everybody I want to be here. It's almost crazy, like, because, like... It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, like, line A, on the ice, no emotion. Press conferences, says a lot. But <laughs> no emotion. Just, well, yeah, but, but no emotion with it. No yeah. It's kind of like funny, nothing. though. Like, he, he's he's a man it. of a lot of words during a press conference, but on the ice, like, you, you can't He's just out very blunt and honest and straightforward. Yeah. Unlike... I remember, remember Dubois interview right when he got traded with hockey night in Canada. Do you remember that interview? Yeah. And he was like, I just want to do what was best for me. And, and I just wanted to be true to myself. Like motherfucker, <laughs> go <laughs> die in a car accident. You what does that even, God, I fucking hate What does that even mean? What does that yeah. even mean? True to yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You stupid motherfucker. Break you know your what? leg and never you got a guy in Patrick line that knock on wood. Genuinely likes it here. <laughs> and we'll see where yeah. that goes. And, and, and for me, if he doesn't, he'll tell us. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. If he doesn't, okay, cool. I love it. Thank you. And for if he doesn't, he's here. a restricted free agent, and we hold all we hold all the cards <laughs> in the we'll power. Get, that's the problem. So with we're fine. That's the problem with Yarmo. We're fine. Yeah. And it's uh, I I think the last thing I have is if he's gonna have if he truly enjoys being here, the thing that'll drive him away are our reporters. That exit. Yeah, I heard you. Was, uh, I heard I, you talk or you were tweeting about that. I earlier. tweeted about it. I truly believe that because the questions they asked were just such hounding questions as opposed to like what's next what's going through your head anything like that it was just like why'd you do so bad yeah do, and questions like why, this stuff like why was the season is so there bad? so what are your thoughts on like columbus i didn't, didn't on i'll be honest with you i as soon as the last game was over i didn't even watch the last two oh games. i just had free time was, to listen to him so i was I in a wedding over the weekend i didn't yeah. watch the last two games um but i didn't watch the i was just kind of like after the last after the game of what on wednesday or thursday mm-hmm. i was just kind of done with the season at that point i was it's, it's like saturday, cut it off saturday uh no, our the last game that I watched, the last oh, game before okay, the Detroit okay, okay, series. Gotcha. Um, I didn't watch him, but I can only imagine the questions that were asked. I mean, like, why why were the numbers the way they were? Why did you, why do you think that you didn't mesh well with these guys? Like, why are you, what are you, like what are your plans over the summer? Where are you mm-hmm. traveling to? What are you doing? What? Are, How many times was Razovic asked about Line? A? He was. I think it was. There was a <laughs> more good, than more than asked about himself. There was a question. good solid two minutes of like conversation about <laughs> Line A for him. And like Razovic, God bless him. God bless that man for being able to just say like, Wow, I don't know. That's something you have to ask him. <laughs> go ask. Like, like go he ask gave him. his input. Blue jackets. Else. Blue jackets. Media. HR. Yep. Whoever. It, listen. Listen to this podcast. Listen to my voice. Everybody. We know Look you. We know tweet. you. Listen. Give us press passes. Listen to my voice. Okay. Give us Just, press passes, please. But, for the love of God, we need a mix up in that fucking media room. But instead if, of the same goddamn questions from the same fucking people that work at the same fucking places. All the time. If we do get press ca- or pet passes, I do want to be allowed to be drunk while I'm doing it. Uh, we will. If, I just I can't walk in the nationwide arena. I've never walked in there sober, so I don't want to do it if I have a microphone in my hand too. Yeah, exactly. I just 
Is that a bad? Am no. I alcoholic? You are. We've okay. talked about this. <laughs> okay. You would. Your mindset would totally change if that was the case. <laughs> that's yeah. just. Yeah. That's Don't just my. Don't say that. I just give us press passes and we will come in, be completely professional, and ask questions, and out. ask questions that you have never heard <laughs> before that are still great questions. That is going to get the that that is going to be lively in the entire locker room for all the players because we. Jack Roslevic to the stand. Uh, Jack, Line, his game tonight, your thoughts? Yeah, like what <laughs> What are we doing? So Rosvick had twice as many <laughs> points. Like what yeah. You know those uh videos they'll have whenever there's like a random like kindergartner or five year old that's like asking a <laughs> sports athlete yes. a question. Yes. And the sport and the a athlete, sports athlete. The, the <laughs> you can just say athlete. I didn't want yeah, I guess so. The athlete a question. <laughs> and like each time, you know what they say before they answer it? That's a great question. That's a great question. And you want to know something? I don't think that's a lie. <laughs> I think with all the questions they have to field between all these reporters and all these guys in the media asking the same recycled questions, they're like, huh. That's a great That's que- a great question. A I'm great glad question. you asked that. <laughs> I wish they could say the same thing oh. for our reporters. Instead, they're going like, that's a dumb question. <laughs> I'm not glad you asked that. That's why I'm going to miss Tortorella right there. Exactly. That's why. The brunt. The we'll blunt see if he rubs brunt. off on our players. I, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Neff says hello. 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 Michael Neff says hello to everybody. <laughs> hello, Neff. Whatever. Hello. Uh, so, Patrick Line, before we move on, <laughs> after I said move on. 40 more minutes. Uh, no. Oh. This is it. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do with a full season with the Blue Jackets. I truly am. Um, I was playing devil's advocate for a little bit about, oh, was he a good fit here whatever. I, I'm all here for it. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to have a great season next year with the Blue Jackets if he's given what is needed to support him in that being a number one center. So that's yep. all I have to say. Okay. Okay, moving on. Here we go. Here we go. So my thoughts on Patrick. No, no. Oh. We're done. Um, I had a whole, I had a little segment dedicated to Jack Eichel, but we already talked about that, so I'm probably just move on, I guess. Right? I'd be okay if he came here for the right price. Yeah. I think feeding on that, with we talked about with Jones. Get Jones... A C on his chest and about eight million a year for how many years? I don't care until yeah. he retires. That'd be great. And put a little money to get Jack Eichel. I'm okay with that. But then, like we talked about, there's some other great center potential. There are other there. good centers available. The only main reason is because, you know, it very rarely do you see. <laughs> I'm just hearing my words right now because it's not very rare, rarely. Pierre Luc Dubois is. No, I was going to say, very rarely do you see a number one center come available, but Pierre Luc just was that <laughs> guy. Or do you let uh, one go? Yeah. but I mean, that's pretty I rare. Mean, but Jack, a, that was a phenomenon. Yeah, but Jack Eichel is like, he's a generational talent, and he's had a terrible year this year. No, he's not. We cannot just put that. No, he's not. I think he is. He's a good one center, but he's not a generational talent. He's a guy that. No, he's not. If you stuck him with a line A, boy, that they No, would he's take not off. a generational they talent, though. No, he's not. Okay. Well, Connor McDavid is a generational talent. Jack Eichel is not. Okay. That's your opinion. And I, it's, the, it's a fact. I mean, it's not. Jack Eichel is nowhere close, in the, even in the same universe as Connor McDavid. Jack Eichel is not a generational talent. That's fair. I will I mean, die on that had, hill. He's had a very bad year. The the three years prior, numbers were he's great. great. He's great. Fantastic. But he's, Buffalo is... He's an elite center. He's an elite shit. player. But he's not even close to Connor McDavid. I would say he's not. Not even close. I would... Uh, 
Connor uh, McDavid, generational talent. Wayne Gretzky, generational talent. Mario Lemieux, generational. Sidney Crosby, generational talent. Uh, Ovechkin, generational right. talent. So Jack Eichel, Eichel, not a generational. Eichel talent. is going to pull in a lot, though. That's there. You can't, sure, you can't, yes, you can't disagree there. I won't disagree. He's there. going to pull in a lot. Well, I don't know if, if the Blue Jackets are to make a trade because Eichel has, I think, five years left on his contract, ten mil per year, which is a lot of money. Which some would suggest generational talent worthy, getting paid that much money right out the gate at such a young age. Here's <laughs> the thing about that, though. If you're okay. a generational talent, your team's not going to trade you. But the team's going to treat you well enough to where you don't want to leave. But maybe Buffalo, Buffalo's got their shit. They got shit going on. And Eichel's like, I'm not happy with the way this is going, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave. Granted, he has yet to officially ask for a trade, but the writing is on the wall there. You might as well have. You yeah. might as well have. When we talk about big money and uh, big talent, again, Buffalo Sabres, they got, I just love bringing this up because I was so right. They got Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall's doing pretty good. Are they, uh, that's fine, that's fine. But Buffalo, while they had him, are they looking to get the first pick of the draft? They seem like they're trying pretty hard to. Kind of like what I said. Getting the first pick of the draft if you get Taylor Hall. Warren called that wherever Taylor Hall goes, team suck. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, cool. Yep, you, yep, whatever. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Long story short, unrest in Buffalo. Jack Eichel is, you know, the issue there. So just... What, what do you want, a cookie or something? Like, what... I'm more so yes. okay. You're talking to Warren. I get it. Um, <laughs> I'm like I don't know. What, I wasn't looking at. You. I wasn't really? looking at you when you were when you said that. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I mean like he's, okay. he's looking at me. Like, do you <laughs> yeah. want a cookie about being um, right? I mean, what do you want? But there have been many people in credible situations with blue check marks. Granted, we give a lot of blue check marks a lot of shit. I get white check. But Eichel has been linked to the Blue Jackets a couple of times throughout some credible sources within the NHL as potentially, you know, Yarmo maybe making a move. That's why I bring it up. I think if he is a true number one center, whether you believe that he is a generational talent or not, whatever, Kyle, if he comes to the Blue Jackets, I think he could really help out Ike or help out Eichel, help out Line A if need be. Absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I mean, we won't get into the generational talent argument because you're completely wrong about him being a generational talent. Uh, But anyways, he's a great talent. He's a he's an elite center. And I don't say I don't I don't use that word lightly. He's an elite center. And I I truly mean that you don't use it lightly. I don't use that word lightly. You don't think Warinsky is not not an elite elite player. Sabota even today in the article here he released. Uh, with the to-do list, his his to-do list article uh, with the Blue Jackets uh, labeled Zach Wierenski as an elite defender, which is 100% wrong. Uh, anyways, yeah. Jack Eichel is an elite center in this league, a, a true bona fide, stapled number one center that could 100% help out line A. And I think that we... Yarmo has the assets to go and get a guy like that. And I I also I don't does Eichel have a this is a huge, huge thing. Does Eichel have a no move clause? I would say I would think I would so. say no. I would no? say no. I feel like he's too young to have that. Really? I don't think he's garnered enough respect in But the I think he's okay. I have respect whatever, that. but like yeah, respecting yeah. yeah. 
That's a if it, if he had it, I feel like it'd be mentioned in a lot of articles that mate, I have prob- read. You're probably right. That I have not seen anything that if he would doesn't have a that. no move clause. Obviously, Buffalo can move him wherever they want to. Yeah. If he does, he will never come to Columbus. <laughs> His okay. no move clause doesn't kick in until the end of next season. There you you go. just looked at that. Yeah. There okay. You go. See. Like I so, said, he's too young to get it. Okay, so <laughs> next year he's old enough. He's old enough. So because he doesn't have an uh, an M an NMC a no move clause, it's easier Ooh. to just say no move clause. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you just <laughs> wait. You try, stop being N- fancy. Okay, NMC. Just say, just NMC. Don't say that. NMC. No move clause. Thank you. Okay, uh, I think that obviously Columbus has a way better chance of getting him just because of the assets: three number one picks, two number one goaltenders that were. Clearly trying to move one of them. A defenseman and, and Zach Wawrinski. Yeah. <laughs> an elite, an elite, one, one elite, oh, and man. I put giant quotations around the word elite. <laughs> I'm only calling Zach Wawrinski elite because I want to trade him. <laughs> uh, right? That just absolutely. ups his value a little bit gotta, there. Huh? You got to stroke him off there, bud. That's on absolutely the way correct. Yep. Yes. Uh, uh, I think that the assets are 100% here to bring in a guy like yeah. Jack Eichel. And I don't think anybody else, I mean, Arizona maybe. I've seen Arizona. New York, no fucking way they have the assets. Boston they don't. Boston, no, unless they're like trading Taylor Hall back for Jack Eichel. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, I send know. him back to Buffalo, <laughs> I, I guess, right? Gonna play together. The Kings, I don't know. I haven't really paid much attention to the Kings. I know they're up there on the list of, of teams potentially. And this is such a, this is such an early list. Uh, there's there's no way of knowing it's yet. It's very early. Very early to predict Very anything. early list of what's happening. Yeah. Free agency has to happen. Coaching, coach hirings have to happen. The playoffs still have to happen. Playoffs have to happen. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much that has, has to happen. To happen. The season has to end. It's a, it's a very exactly. enticing name to, to think that could potentially come here. And the fact he's been linked here from a, a couple of people um, within, the, within the league it's just kind of like, oh, that'd be cool if he could come here. But, you it know, li- nice. listen, Lionel needs a number one center. And that's what we've been preaching on this podcast for literally probably 30 minutes of this whole damn episode. And and Jack Eichel is, is a number one center. There's no questions about it. And Buffalo and him are having issues. They're having problems. And and if if we like you're saying, Kyle, we have the assets, we have the draft picks, we have a two number one goalies that one of them can be dealt. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Um, but beyond Jones being re-signed, Yarmo has to put all his eggs in a basket to get a number one center for this team. And Jack Eichel could Jack Eichel be that guy. Another, another name, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, no, but my thing with RNH is, you're I'm, all about I'm, the initials right I know. now. What's going R&H, on I mean, Listen, everybody goes, R&H well, we get it. We get it. You watch hockey, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pipe <laughs> do I know, bro. Really? I fucking watch hockey. If you bro. do, you should probably put your hat on backwards. Should hockey, I put my hat on? I should wear my bucket hat. Do that. I should get my hockey stick and just start shooting slap shots against my door. That you hat should. looks rough, by good. the way. Right during, right during the yeah, podcast. This, I love this hat. This is my, it's so comfy. Have you ever watched that hat? Because it used to be white, but now it's like Looks like you dipped it in rust. <laughs> I love this hat so much. <laughs> Do you even it's know one of those hats. What what you like, has this hat, hat has formed to my head. I've also washed it like twice now, and it still looks you like You can't this. tell. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I think that he is as good as he is because he's between Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Duh. So I don't know that he would be that good <laughs> between Patrick Line and Oliver Bjorkstrand. No. 
So, He'd be a number yes, two guy here. He's a big name, clearly, because yeah. he's an Edmonton between those two guys, but he wouldn't be that good here. So I, I'm not on the right Nugent Hopkins trains. Trains? How many trains? Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I, I put the S on Hopkins. My on dad's trains. making an Airbnb in Logan, and it is a remake of the Pickerington train station in Old Town Pickerington. Okay, whatever. You, I don't said, what you said trains. So can you do, can you take that out? No. Can you take that out? That was a, what <laughs> Hawking a Hills. useless piece of knowledge. Hawking Hills. Um, Jesus Christ. Get out of here with that. I'm just letting what, you know. What are you talking about? You said trains, and my dad's making a train station. So great. Good for him. I don't care. I, I took mean, a train from Huntington, West Virginia to Airbnb, New York. New Airbnb in the Hawking Hills um, coming at you uh, this summer. This one time I took my dog for a walk. Anything? I mean, what? Aww. That has what? nothing to do with trains. I love that. Fuck. Yeah, what's we, that? We watch Can you train? stay on subject, Kyle? Jesus. Stay on subject, Kyle. I think Philip Denault from Montreal is going to be a UFA. Uh, he is a phenomenal prospect for this. Not a prospect. Not but prospect. He's a, he's, a, he's a prospect for the Blue Jackets in a way that he's still kind of young. Uh, he's one of the better two-way centers in the league, in my opinion. And I, I honestly think that he could come here and just absolutely thrive with the team. But I mean, I honestly think that he might do better here than Jack Eichel if we were to sign a guy like Phil Denault. I, I think that's a guy that could that, that Yarmo should pay six and a half to seven million a year for is Phil Denault, in my opinion. For Montreal, I uh, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong there <laughs> with that, but Denault, I mean, it is so 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 hard to find a center in this league that number can one play centers, both ways. Number not, one, centers, not just a number one center, but a guy, I'm just saying. a number one center that can play both ways, like Pierre Luc Dubois. It's so hard to find For a sure. guy like that. It is, yeah, that can win board battles and also go down and just fuck people up in the offensive end and score goals at will. Yeah. It's so hard to find that. And Philip Denault is a guy like that. Yeah. Is I, his name Philip? Have I been saying that wrong this whole time? I'm just going with it. I'm I mean, pretty sure it's Philip Denault. I know the last name for sure. I know Denault, and I've seen him play, and I just don't know his first name. Yep. Philip. Yeah, he nailed a, it. Yeah, yeah. No, He was on my yes. fan. He, I had him on my fantasy <laughs> team for a little bit. No, oh, I, yeah, that's right. You gave him my Ohio Country Gent got him. No, that was... um. That was somebody else. No, it was Country Gent, wasn't it? No, it was the other dude that I should have never dropped. Played for Montreal, I think. This is scored a lot of goals. Uh, Suzuki? Nope. Pretty sure. Oh, Toffoli. Yep, there Tofo- it was. Oh, Toffoli. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I told and you. Country, you were Ohio <laughs> Country Gent won the fantasy because hockey of me league dropping because, Toffoli. Yeah, because of, of you. Toffoli. I dropped Toffoli. I didn't even trade him, I just dropped him. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible GM. That is worse. Yeah. Nobody should would. ever listen to my thoughts on any player ever. Don't worry. I never have. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't get Eichel. Don't. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. All right, let's move on. Uh, Jack Eichel maybe could come to Columbus. We'll see. No, Buffalo. Probably not. Buffalo and them are on, you know, they're done. Okay. Uh, so moving on. Granted, like I said, this is going to be a long <laughs> episode. We're at an hour and 30 minutes. We're just going to keep on going here, boys. Uh, this is the end of season episode. We're allowed to go long, right? Yeah, just don't listen to it all so at it's, once. It's, it's a podcast. It We're in our numbers are the highest they've been in a long time, which I'm, is really strange. Fuck, whatever. I'm always. I'm long. so strange. Eh? It's eh? so strange. What? <laughs> huh? I'm always long. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I've seen it. It's not. That's a terrible joke. All right. So Elvis Merz Lincoln's piggybacking off the exit interviews. Yeah. 
Uh, he said in his exit interview, nobody is stupid here. We understand that there are two number one goalies on this team, and I don't think we both are going to be staying. Mm-mm. But you never know. That's what, yeah. I mean, basically, Elvis, if he could have came out and said, hey, there's not enough room for both of us here, he would have. Is that like There's an old, too uh, I was about to say, is that an old Western movie? Right. There ain't enough room for two of us here. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm Dirty Dan. Look, there, there's two number, <laughs> like we said, or, like I said earlier, there's two number one goaltenders right now in this in this system and the, the NHL for us. Uh, possibly three with Nanel Tarasov coming up. <laughs> He from what good. I'm hearing, I haven't really seen much of him play, but from what I'm hearing from all the reporters in Columbus, he's going to be good. Cleveland. Uh, Shercliffe is really, like, hyping this guy up. Elaine Shercliffe. And I that's, believe Elaine. I'll, I'll take Elaine's word for anything that she says about guys coming out of 100%. Cleveland. 100%. Same. Um, 100%. Because there's Absolutely. so many times, like, not only does she hype people up, but then she, like, comes back and is like, I said this guy was going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, yeah, I I think that one of the I mean it's it's becoming obvious just just like it was obvious that Torts was not going to be our coach anymore that one of these goaltenders are going to be dealt. And listen, I was on Team Corpy for so long, and he went to the all he was an all star. I was too, you know, a year or so ago, and I I just I was Team Corpy. I was I I genuinely was like this guy is the future of this franchise. He was Bob's understudy. He he's he's he knows what he's doing. He's still young. He's got the talent, and but the more I look at it, and I talked about it a couple episodes ago, I am now on Team Elvis. I really am. I just think Corpy lets in one too many soft goals a game. So. Yeah, and he do. does, at least lately. That's such a microwave. Well, like Grant said, yeah, microwave this year's a weird year. Microwave. I, this <laughs> microwave of looking at it. Yes, you need to look at it like an oven. Okay. Right. Look at if you look oh. at it, the macro. I I agree with you. I'm just saying soft goals. Whatever. Elvis also lets in soft goals. Every goal he does. Yeah, he does. But right. I have seen more positives from Elvis this year in a year where I wanted somebody to step up in a big way. Granted, the team sucked all around, but in terms of goaltending, I saw way more positives from Elvis than I did did from Corpy, and I was disappointed in that. And that's where I came to the the conclusion here over the past couple weeks where, you know what? I have been on Team Corpy for so long, but I am fully on Team Elvis now. I think he he can be... Not only a face of the franchise, but a face of the league, maybe moving forward. And given the right players in front of them, I am right there with you. And it's like for me, it's just it, it, there's nothing about Corpy in my mind that I'm like, I'm going with Elvis because Corpy doesn't, or because Corpy does blank. I just, I just see Elvis as the guy that I want to yeah. have going forward, and I just for what Corpy has done, for where he has come from. I love what he has done. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what he can continue to be. But I just don't I'm think it's going to be with us. I'm excited to see what he can bring in terms of a trade. A tra- <laughs> at this <laughs> point, at this point, point I wish yeah. I'd say it. I mean, I, I, I thank, cool. thank you, Corpy, <laughs> Maybe, for what yeah. you've done for this organization. You know, I know. You, you you took over the reins in a hard situation where, you know, Bob didn't – we didn't sign Bob $10 million, thank God. And you, mm-hmm. you came in that very year Crushed. as your as your first full time season as a starting goaltender and went it were, was elected to the All Star game and then you got hurt didn't go which you know whatever sucks, but I when it comes down to it I I wanted to see kind of a goalie battle this season 
And where they were kind of even for the majority of the season, the one that truly outshined and outplayed to me was Elvis. And I just think That's, he's I think okay. he moving forward. Yes, I, think he's I hear the guy. what you're saying, and I, I agree with you to an extent. If you look at the numbers, pretty even throughout their career. I mean, they are pretty even. This throughout, year for especially. Throughout their Yeah. The, since Elvis came up here. In the league, it, since Elvis has been here in Columbus, their numbers are pretty much even, really, if if you look at it. Elvis has that it factor. I don't know what it is about Elvis. He's got that f- he's got that fire. I Corpy is just so I mean he breaks sticks over the which is stupid. Corpy's a bob. Cor- no, Corpy's he's not. He no, is though. No, because Bob, no, have, no, Bob he's never not, had personality. He's not a Bob. Bob he's never not, had personality. You Corpy, Corpy break, doesn't. No, he, Corpy, Corpy doesn't have. He doesn't have personality. Corpy has yes, the, he does. No, Corpy does not as much as Elvis. But he, Corpy, <laughs> when he gets mad, he breaks sticks over the net. You like, were, he was like pushing people last season. Bob's done br- that shit. I'm just saying, my, Corpy is a Bob in terms of just his personality. Elvis has the it factor. Because he he is outgoing. He no. He's, people are drawn to him. And yeah. On the ice, on the ice, he he's yeah, very that's, that's what out there. He is like he's more. He seems more approachable. He seems more conversational. He seems like a guy that, as stupid as it is to say, like you want to have a drink with. But like Jonas, he's just a very like post like post game interviews. He's just very just. God, I just I just think it is good news. He's a line a. Why do you make it's everybody just, Russian? Because that's just what they all are, fifty percent of the time. <laughs> but like, it's the scenario. Like he is, like he does lose his temper. He does get active, like on yeah, the ice. He, he did for sure. He does. I'm not discrediting. He that. hasn't sense. But you last can't season. you can't deny the fact that Corp. If you compare Corpy and Elvis, Elvis has way more personality than Corpy does. I'm talking about personality. I'm not talking about personality. I know, I'm aware of that, but you say he has the it factor. He the, has, it, the it factor is on and off the ice, right? Sure. I'm talking about on the ice. Elvis has the drive. He has the fire. He has the it factor on the ice when he's playing. Which his would his legs move faster right. when he's when he's moving positions. He gets behind the net. He's out there playing the puck. He's in the game. He's his, He's he's throwing punches at 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 forwards on the other team that are getting too close to him. Corpy Corpy's just kind of like yeah he was an all star last season of course but he's like so dormant in that net like he's in the net like a hermit crab it feels like almost like Elvis is out there he's he's like a he's, I don't know I said hermit crab he's Elvis is like a like another kind of crab that's like out there like snapping at people like like pu- throwing punches crab. getting like behind a, the like net. a crusty crab even the, the, oh, this is Patrick. the the he was talking about he wants to score a goal on an empty net like yeah. shit like that like make, make personality he wants to be in the game he wants to be out there he wants sure yes personality but i'm talking about on the ice He's, personality on sure, the ice yes. too yep on personality on the ice He's got. You just it. literally said Corp is a hermit crab, which would suggest he has no personality. He's got. Elvis has it. He has that. I had a hermit crab in uh, college. It was a gift, and I <laughs> killed it within a week. His how name you, was. How do you kill a hermit his name crab was in a Cheeto? That's amazing. That's you like, killed a hermit crab within a week. That's like killing a succulent. In Apparently, a day. I gave him unpurified water. That's you're not supposed to do that with hermit crabs. Oh, what is wrong with you? I didn't know that. I didn't either. 
It also was a gift from a, a chick that I was talking to. I'm like, why did you give me? We a don't card? call we don't oh. call girls chicks and anymore. That's, is that not politically we call correct? Them girls or women? We call them chiquitas. <laughs> chiquitas. We had uh, we had uh, two two fish. I can't remember what kind they are, but like they are very aggressive fish. We didn't know that, mm-hmm. and so we got the fish, and we fishes. You do realize fish the fish is a beta is not a fish. Crab? Yeah, I know, but they're still okay. the beta fish. Water's kind of associated. Put, did you yeah. put two beta fish in the same tank together? I think so. <laughs> and so they killed themselves. One of them died really fast. Yeah, it's like common knowledge. You can't put those; they'll kill each other. Yeah, quickly. well, a small town. We lived in a trailer. We didn't know. It's <laughs> fair. <laughs> we, we lived in a trailer. I think so. But um, I just, I'm excited. I, I, I think Elvis is going to be the guy. And and one of the things, no, I his think name that was, his name was Charlie. Oh, good. Uh, so one the girl the I was talking to, her hermit crab was named Cheeto. I'm going to do this all the time whenever you have something to say. <laughs> it was Floyd. We, the one that survived, we named him Floyd. Floyd? Floyd oh, the fighting nice. fish. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I thought so. But he survived. What I liked about Elvis, and I, I, I'm very curious to see if this was like a direct correlation. When Corpy was injured, and it's like, all right, you're the guy. You're the guy. He did fantastic. Yeah, you're the guy. He did very well. When Elvis is given the opportunity to be the guy, he's he rises up and he's mm-hmm. the guy. So, so yeah. I just feel like if if given the opportunity next season, if if somebody is going to be traded and it is Corpy, I have full confidence on what Elvis can bring to this team. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. All honesty, I either way, I still do. Either way, I, I, I wouldn't be. I, either way, I'm not going to be completely mad. But no, I have, I have turned. I have an answer now. Yeah, yeah. Between the two, I've got an answer, and I think it's Elvis. I think it's Elvis too, and, and I don't think that's a bad answer. I think it's pretty same. Good. All right, here we go. Next, uh, next segment. No way to segue to it. I'm just going to say next segment. Next segment. Um, we're already hour. <laughs> Hour and forty-three. This is our postseason yeah. special. You're gonna get it maybe two and a half hours of us, honestly. Probably. Um, it is what it is, right? <laughs> so here we go. Uh, this is actually uh, we were tweeted out a couple times, like, "Hey, can you recap your preseason predictions?" And we're gonna do that. Warren, apparently, you yeah, were no, on no, no, this no, episode. No, no. I had mine. I, I I got up the notes and I said Carolina would be first. No, you no, I think no, Florida no, second. Nope, nope, nope. No. Tampa third. No, you never said that. Probably Nashville fourth. No, you never said that. Oh, you never said that. Yeah, Warren. I think I, you were you were COVID protocol. I think I did though. You were I'm COVID protocol. Certain we did like something before the season. Because if you did I do find it. I don't know, but I we're going to talk about it right now. The so, records. Uh, Warren was COVID protocol during this episode, so it's only me and me and Kyle's predictions. Um, so here, Carolina first. So here's how it went down. <laughs> so here, these were our preseason <laughs> predictions. This is basically to sum up how stupid we are, and never you should never take our <laughs> opinions or predictions before the season starts. Don't go to any betting place with no, our opinions. Do not, do not ever do that. We completely advise against it. So season predictions. Starting off with myself, Jordan. Uh, I predicted that Tampa Bay would win the Central. Safe bet. So it's a very safe bet. I mean, it's a common sense bet, I feel like. The fact they came in third is crazy to me. It is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, so who did I have in second place? Who did you have in second place? I had the Columbus Blue Jackets in second oh, place. So close. I was really... Were you off by six? <laughs> I, 
five by six. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty high on the Blue Jackets. Apparently, um, third place, only off by one. I had Nashville. A lot of people were like, "Oh, Nashville's not going to do anything. They're not that good this year." But they made the playoffs. They're you know, Nashville won third. Uh, Dallas defending uh, Stanley Cup finalists, but not champions. And I had them in fourth coming in the central so that that was my four playoff teams um it ended with carolina florida tampa bay and nashville in the playoffs um so i had i had carolina out of it i had florida out of it chicago and detroit out of it um so i i got tampa bay and nashville correct so they were in the they were they made the playoffs at least mm-hmm. um kyle move on to you so you predicted as well Tampa Bay winning. He had a better Central. I think he I think he won. He oh he for sure won. <laughs> um you did have Dallas coming in at number two. Um Carolina number three and Nashville number four. Ooh. So you had three of four teams. I I distinctly remember Michael Neff saying you're you're you think Nashville's way too good. I I remember saying that too. I remember him saying that too, because I had Nashville in mind. Yeah. And I remember tweeting at us like, "Yeah, fuck you, stupid. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think I had I had Blue Jackets <laughs> missing the playoffs there, right? You had Blue Jackets in yeah. fifth. Hey, Nefek Jack. Yeah, that. So you had blue, the Blue Jackets in fifth, and you had Florida, which is the one team you left out in sixth behind the Blue Jackets, which is one of the better teams in the league which this is year. Literally one of the best teams, which is you hate to see. <laughs> um, and then you had Chicago, Detroit. You know, we all had Detroit finishing last, which is kind of funny because. Blue Jackets finished last. Uh, kind of, <laughs> so. technically. They both finished with 48 points. So We yeah. got the tiebreaker. We yeah. came last. But, so, uh, I, we I, had uh, the Blue Jackets had the third worst goal differential at negative minus 50. 50. You'd love God to see it. Yeah. Minus 50. Minus 60 50. games. Gosh. Um, I think the best games. part about that, the outcome, is that um, neither of you guys got even one of the eight. In the correct, like lineup, I got four in the playoff. Like, right. no, you didn't get like the, the number four, one, number one. Yeah, you didn't yeah. get the fifth oh, place right. and fifth place. No, he he got Nashville. I got Nashville, Nashville number four. four. Yeah, I did. I got all six. Oh, Nashville shut up, Warren. Four. Oh, you did. Yeah, you're right. You did. Yeah, I did. Good yeah, job, man. I got all eight though. I put Nashville <laughs> <in> three. Um, <laughs> yeah. So how it ended: Carolina, Florida, Tampa Bay, Nashville. Um, but <laughs> moving on, I, who cares? Honestly, no, kind no, of surprising no, 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 though. No. Like Dallas, they had all those games in hand. I really thought they were going to like come through and like they they were in the yeah, they had a final last streak. year. I was like, they're they got to make the playoffs, right? They, they had a really shit themselves. And out. They, just, they kind yeah. of did. Yeah, they were bad. Then they were really good. Then they were bad. Yeah, look at um, all the, they had all those o, over OTLs. They had fourteen overtime losses. How many do we have Tell in the year? Twelve or twelve? Twelve? Yeah, worse than us. That's surprising. Shoot. More, uh, yeah, more OTL. So more points for them, obviously. But, you know. But what I do have is our predictions on our record <laughs> by the end of the season. I don't have it sorted by names. Because we, you literally did not put the names. Because I just didn't do that. So we have no idea. Because I was like, I ah, would just go back to the podcast, but I don't know which one it was. Yeah. So I will just say that the, <laughs> the worst record that one of the three of us gave. For the Blue Jackets was twenty nine wins, eighteen losses, and nine OTLs. The nine OTLs is close. Not bad, no. <laughs> but we said that <laughs> we just were going to flip come, the other two numbers. <laughs> we were going to come away with fifty eight, fifty, sixty seven, sixty seven points. 
And we did we didn't. We Oof. did not do that. Not even close. We would have came in third or fourth. We would have came in fourth if that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is about kind of what you predicted, Kyle. But you predicted I didn't. Not. I actually predicted Nashville to come in fourth. Well, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, you predicted them to come in fifth, which is kind of close to fourth. Close, yeah. That's pretty close to fourth, <laughs> I think, right? Close fifth, close to fourth? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're fourth. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Did Put you want to read the rest shirt. of the predictions or no? I mean, we can. I mean, the other yeah, one said 32, 14, and 10. Jesus. So <laughs> 70, Fuck. 74 Were we really points. that high on these guys? We were. Season? We were high in both Remember talking about Line Young? Just we were no, young. No, we didn't even think we thought we Pierre Luc Dubois was gonna we, be the guy. We, what do you we mean? Didn't we didn't have think line uh-huh. was even in question. Uh-huh. I'm almost certain I said that Bjorkstrand uh-huh. was gonna be the guy. Bjorkstrand had I'm the most points this year. Positive, I said he was gonna be the big man. Yeah, he had the and most, he was. He had the most points this year. Yeah, yeah. because I love him. I always have. Yeah. You try to say you're here, a stand-up. Okay, account. and me. we're just gonna name this podcast. Warren is right about everything. I he's fucking right. First time. He just wants to remind us about how right he is about everything. I'm the best. All right. Um, <laughs> should we just get social now? What do you think? Are we eh. there? I mean, I have the biggest disappointment and the biggest surprise of the year. If you want to do that, that's quick. a question. I think is it a question? In the, All right. Yeah. So we'll save for the question. So yeah, right, just, shut uh, up. I'm shutting up. We're getting social now. <laughs> hey. All right. Hour uh, fifty minutes later. <laughs> Where are we at on time? Ch- uh, hour fifty. Yeah. Uh, Charles at I'm Charles Spires. I love it. Charlie Spires. Love it. That's perfect. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Domi, Roslovic, and Line A. That's a good one. Fantastic question, by the way. Good one. I think These are great. the questions that I These like. are the ones that matter. These are the <laughs> ones that matter. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Domi, Roslovic, Domi, Rossi, Line A. Yep. I will... Oh, boy. Is it Ro- Rossley? That's a hard one. Rossley um, or Rossi? Rossi. It's Rossi. I call it Rossi. Rossi? Rossi. I don't know. Rossi. Zotti. Uh, fuck, Mary like kill. Patrick Laine. Domi. Or Roslovic. Uh, I'm going to marry Roslovic. He seems wholesome. I think he is. He, he seems he like he would well. be a good partner in life. I think so. Genuinely. Um, I'm going to fuck <laughs> Domi. He just seems wild. He just seems like, you know, I'm not here for a good time, not a long time. Okay. <laughs> And I'm probably gonna just because he's Line A. Line A just seems kind of crazy. If I saw Line A in like a dark alley, I'd totally, I'd, I think I'd, I'd like kill him. Shoot so him. you're yeah. killing before he kills you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm on, I'm with you on that yeah. one. I'm not even gonna say mine because I'm with Jordan. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm on the exact same yeah. page as him. Uh, I will marry Line A because oh. I think I can fix him. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. Here we if go. you ever marry somebody to fix them, you shouldn't marry that person. You shouldn't be marrying them. I think that's why Haley wants to marry me. <laughs> she wants to fix you. Yeah, that's not good. Okay, that's you should um, probably. I'm going to. I'm going to. Domi. Yeah, because he's a little crazy, huh? He's and crazy I'm going to kill Roslovic because I think between the three, it's not going to be that hard. But Roslovic's well, he's so going to have like puppy dog eyes. I know. Roslovic's like innocent little boy. Aww. Dead. <laughs> Dead. He's Dead to me. I don't like that question. Oh, <laughs> shut up! You don't like hard anything, question. and then we listen to it, and you're like, "Oh, that was good." <sighs> that was that was shut hard. Up, that was a hard question. Stupid! I said I didn't like that one question. Next question. Okay. From DK2's exclusive sports suite. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. 
He's a it's an it's an exclusive sports suite. I think he talked about potentially changing it. His bio says he's hotter than your boyfriend. Mm. Oh, okay. Hotter than Jordan. Who? Than your boyfriend. Oh. Than your boyfriend, Jordan? I don't know. You got a boyfriend, Jordan? I don't think I do. But he's prettier than your wife. From, is it? Yeah. Okay, anyways, from DK2's exclusive sports suite, <laughs> does, does Warren ever get angry? I mean, really angry? I mean, like, kick the neighbor's dog, punch little kids, cuss out random people angry? I like how mild-mannered he is, but I'm curious about this. No. Uh, you lived with me. You never get angry. No. No. Kyle? I've never seen you mad. Like, mad. I've never seen you, like... I've seen you annoyed. I've seen you annoyed to the fact where... And frustrated. I've seen you annoyed to where you know that people know you're annoyed to where you try to make it seem like you're not annoyed and you're happy again. Right. Okay. So I did a Enneagram test. And you kind of like find out the kind of person that you are. And I'm a type nine. I don't know what that means. And that means I'm a peacemaker. So like even if I'm blood red mad, if you say, how's it going? I'll be like, I'm fine. So you do get mad. I, I don't know. I don't think you do. I don't think I do. But like even if something's bothering me, I'm not going to be like, oh, gosh. If someone asked me, what if somebody like killed your family in front of you? I'm going to kill them. You're mad. Well, yeah, I'm going to get mad. But like, right. I think the difference is that I'm not going to be like, ah, kind of mad. I'll be like, the I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, you're going to die. Like Liam Neeson. Yeah, I don't know who you are. I will find you. But I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I don't have any skills. I'm just a 6'2 dense man. Six three. Don't get give yourself more credit than that. I say six two. Yeah, uh, that's six the perfect three. height. I'm the perfect height. You're the perfect height. I'm the perfect height. And if you disagree, I'm going to get mad. You'll find out angry. <laughs> uh, so there's your answer, Dennis. <laughs> I don't think I am. Yeah, I just at the end of the day, what's it going to help? That's. I mean, I get that. Live your life. I get mad at people in traffic. <laughs> that is the only time I think you will see me like yell at someone. Like well, I've, I've been in the car with Warren, and like there are times where I think he's just gonna like take a turn too sharp and flip the whole car over. I, <laughs> I know my, he never slows down. I know my. It's not okay. So the, the the thing you have to think about when it comes to that turn, has nothing to do with road rage, but like no, yeah, but like the thing that we have to understand is so many people when it comes to turns have to like decelerate. I don't think there's an issue with. Accelerating or decelerating when it comes to it, just find a way to accelerate. <laughs> you don't have to go faster. You don't have to go slower. Just oh my god, accelerate. the people that like slow to almost a stop to make a right hand turn make me want to rip my fucking hair out. That's like when you might see me. What mad. are you doing? Also, like, why are you parking to make this turn? Yep. Also, exit ramp, exit ramps, and on ramps. They're literally ramps for a reason. So you can, like, if you're getting on the highway, you need to get up the to point 65 miles up, per hour to merge. Speed not by the time you're on the damn highway. Miles per hour. Yeah. Yep. And while we're on the subject, I'm already pissed. I'm pissed I, just hey, talking about roundabouts. Exactly. Roundabouts should be mandatory at every four way stop. No more stop everywhere. signs. Stop 100%. signs, illegal. Yep. Get rid of them. They fucking suck. <laughs> for roundabouts everywhere. I agree. And I think, so for me, what gets my blood boiling with drivers, other than the deceleration aspect on turns, just accelerate, 
is whenever s- <laughs> I don't know what the term is. You Maintain accelerating. speed. Um, is people with small cars that feel the need to like jerk their car left before they turn right. That have to like jump into the next like lane, get, like get some more, yeah, like get some room before, yeah. they, like they're like they're driving a fucking like semi truck, freaking excursion. Go a fuck yourself. Bus. Learn just, how to drive. Just do this. Turn. You don't have to go. Just turn. Oh. Just turn your fucking wheel. Just that's it. Why are you giving yourself more space? I'm glad you understand this. Oh, I do. I turn hate the wheel. morons. <sighs> they should. If, if you're not at 65 by the time you're off the freaking. <laughs> Off ramp. You deserve to be rear. You deserve to go to jail for five years. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a, that is a full felony. Learn if any of you have any disagreements with that, let us know. <laughs> I will win this argument. Yeah, I will punch you in your throat, <laughs> and then Kyle will kill you. <laughs> uh, Haley Wex at H underscore Wex. Odds of Nick coming home? Mm. Who's Nick? I don't know. The I mean, Felina? I would assume Nick. Felina. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I don't know either. Nick's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an odds maker. I don't work in Vegas. I don't work for a sports book. Uh, I'd say they're one in. They're three to one. Five two odds. Because I'm gonna say fifty fifty chance. I'd Is say thirty three percent chance because it just depends on how he does in Toronto in the playoffs. And it if also they win depends. the cup. Toronto's probably gonna want him back. So. Yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, if you play yeah. on the top line with those guys and they win the cup, why the fuck wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Isn't pay it him? crazy that he wants Toronto to win? To Toronto and is already on the top line. No, it's not that crazy. It's, it's not. It's I've just, been, I've we been saying so it. Spoiled. I've been saying it for years, man. It's not crazy. Yeah. He's been the best player on this team. And low key, he was giddy. He was excited to go of there. Of course he of was. Of course he was. That's yeah. his dad's team. Yeah. Yeah, and he got to, to play with two chance. of the. He yeah. got to play with one of the best <laughs> offensive teams like in history. That's crazy, man. He was so happy. <laughs> it's, yeah, as he should I'm be. happy for him. It, did you see the whole story? <laughs> who who came here? From the Blue Jackets from Toronto. Um, I forget who it was. In it, oh, the, the defender? Uh, maybe. This but, year? Yeah, because like, he Nick Foligno already had we the Toronto le- bag. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was him. And because uh, Foligno already had the uh, he already had the Toronto luggage, like the like the team bag in his trunk <laughs> the next the same day. And they're like, How'd you get it so quick? And the trainers from the Blue Jackets were they gave the bag from the former player <laughs> Littman to um, Nick Foligno. And I thought that was kind of funny. If if I will I will probably cry if he plays one playoff game with his dad's helmet. It's not happening. <laughs> it won't. Those, it won't. That helmet's not even the league. He already wore his dad's hat. He already wore his dad's hat. That was freaking I'm not adorable. Saying, let's be legal or illegal. I'm just saying, how great would that be? Even like during warmups. Yeah. If Felino wins a Stanley Cup with Toronto, I will buy his jersey from Toronto. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, might buy his jersey without even. I might. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll just pull like a little boomer and just be like, yeah. I'm just going to get it. Uh, I'm just going to do it. Anyways, to answer the question, it there's what a was the there's, question. It, Odds of what him chan- back. chances oh, of him right. coming yeah, back? Yeah. I think there's a one in three chance. I think it's it's either it's between Columbus, it's between Toronto, depending on how he and does Minnesota. there, and Minnesota. I say yeah. two and three. <laughs> I think he's coming back. I think they're going to do well in the playoffs. Two and three because they are a great team. Now, I think they got a great defensive guy with that guy well, that I can't been hurt think of the last couple games. That's fine. Let him rest until the playoffs. That's uh, yeah. Keep doing well, that. The playoffs start like now, <sighs> like next um, week. 
but it'll be fine. I, I'm, I'm excited. I think he'll, he's going to do well, and then he's going to come back. Say and there's a one one in, I'm going to say there's a one in three chance he comes back. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> three to one. I like that odds there, Jordan. Hey, he's a lot, a lot of ties here. You know, he has a whole wing good. named after him at Nationwide Children's Hospital. <laughs> get this mother, get this motherfucker back here. <laughs> and no matter what, no matter what he does in the rest of his life, it's always going to be named after him because all the money dumped into that Absolutely. place. Absolutely. So it does, it's not going to matter. Felino is a saint. Mm-hmm. Yes, I his, agree. He and might do the same thing in whatever city he decides to play in. Listen, there's going to be numbers retired eventually in Columbus. I think Felino. Is going to be one of them. Eventually, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Nash, I believe, is going Matters to be one of them. going to be advertisements. Atkinson's going to be one of them at some point. Um, but I, uh, I, I think... Really? I think, think Felino is going to yeah, be one of them? 100%. 100%. I think, I think Felino gets it before Nash does, though. Cam Atkinson had one like elite year here. Because of someone else. And because of somebody else. <clears throat> I could see him getting his number up there. So. I think that's... We're not... That's... That's looking way into the future, and I think in hindsight we'll look back on this and be like, "We're stupid." But I think I don't uh, think he's ever going to get his number. Pierre Luc Dubois. I think he will. He should. Um, (laughs) Artemi Panarin, Matt Duchesne. Duchesne, the only one that matters. Yeah, Ryan Dezingle. That's right. Getting hello, those guys. Come on now, those guys deserve to have a number. Number Ryan Dezingle's like twenty-four years old and is already a journeyman. That's crazy. He's already getting his. He's getting his realtor's license right now. I saw on his Instagram story. He's getting what? His realtor's license. As he should, because he's not going to be in the league much longer. No, fucking bum. As we. <laughs> have the talk, podcast talking about him. <laughs> All right, next question here uh, from Temple at Yolo four twenty swag. <laughs> I love it. Thank uh, you for changing that. On a scale, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how hard does this make you? And for context, for the people, since this is not a visual thing, yep, and it's a podcast, Thanks a lot, Patrick Nylick. Uh <laughs> Producer Pat, <laughs> it is it is a picture of Jack Eichel in a Columbus Blue Jackets uniform. On a scale of one to ten, how, how hard, hard does, does it, it make you? Um, Eleven and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Full. I, it, can I say this on our, what our is, podcast is rated E for explicit? So if you have a child in your car, this is your fault. Rated E. Uh, Eleven and a half. Full veiny and gorged penis, like pulsing. Pulsing. On the verge of but like reaching reaching completion. You could have used yes. a better picture to edit. What a what a maybe who cares? Look at the double okay, chin. So I am here for it. Give me Jack Eichel. You're, You're gonna have such credibility about what we say and what we do and the answers that we say. And then you're going to be like, oh, but the quality of the picture. I just don't Somebody get Jack Eichel a better barber, for fuck's sake. Somebody line up his beard. Jesus he's in the He's in Buffalo. He doesn't care. Buffalo doesn't have hair people to cut their hair. Gosh. They're in the middle of the hair people. The Buffalo Bison. They have a bunch of bisons out Did there. Did he stutter? Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Could have been a better picture. My so hair, like the guy that cuts my hair. Because of the quality of not the qual the quality of the picture is great. It's a great quality it's picture. Not about the quality, but the quantity it's, of the pictures. It's the, of, of my I've direction. learned in I've learned in my in my escapades, Jordan, that it is about the quality. Anyways, uh it's <laughs> the guy who cuts my hair shot somebody and went to jail for six That's years. Nothing to do. Really? It's yeah. I just learned this the other day. Because of as the he way that he my, looks as he picture, was I literally like cutting five. my beer with a straight razor. Two oh four. Was he a cop? No, he was okay. a criminal. Okay. 
Gotcha. He went to the jail because he shot somebody. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> as but as he was saying the story, he literally was trimming the the part of my beard where my where my Adam's apples at with a straight razor. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody. you're telling me this now? You got a straight razor to my neck? Oh <laughs> Jesus! I tipped him twenty five dollars because I didn't want him to kill me, and I never came back. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. Uh, you got us on the topic of. Barbers and beards. That's why I brought it yeah, up, you Kyle. Idiot. Talking about killing people. I don't know where you guys. Well, well, you to be fair, he never killed anybody. He just shot somebody. My barber. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do recommend him. If you want a good barber, let you me know. I'm going back next month. I go once a month. Um, I'll give you his DM. Okay. Cuss people out of his apartment. Get another question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent. Part of the pod. Uh, uh, what is this off-season's conspiracy theory going to be? Series going to be? Also, thank you, Jordan, for dropping Tyler Toffoli. Couldn't have won the Fantasy League without there him. There it is. There it is. You dropped him. Uh, conspiracy theory, I don't really know. I did watch a whole new documentary on Amazon. No, it was on Hulu, I think, about about Bigfoot again. <laughs> We're going to bring him back. No. Where did he did it? No. I'm just saying. No. Our, our Bigfoot conspiracy series, no. like two, three years ago, one of our highest rated podcasts. Sure, ever. but now we need to find something else. Okay. <laughs> All right. No. Well, we got to figure out. What we, we also need a here. studio again if we're gonna do. Something. We I don't, don't think we did the talk about the Mothman. I could do some uh, good uh, talking points on the Mothman in my hometown. You did the Mothman. But uh, yeah. See again, Kyle is immediately like, "Oh my gosh, this is so dumb!" But then he has to point out the I like quality. Mothman. The quality of a picture that no one can see. What the fuck? We're not even talking about that anymore. We're talking about that's something I know, we've already but done. You have to complain about this because but we've already like, done it, Warren. Let's do something new. No, I'm talking about in general. Mothman is okay, real. whatever. We're not we're not talking things. about general things. We're talking about two specific things: Bigfoot and Mothman. Get get Bigfoot with it. Bigfoot is real. Hello, welcome and to the, the conversation. quality of Jack Eichel's photo. No, that's that was the last fucking question. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the next question. You just fucking read it. Bigfoot's real. This documentary, apologize? this documentary I watched, I could not be more sold on the fact that apologize? Bigfoot's killing people. No, I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> They're so intelligent that they avoid being seen by humans. That's how smart they are. But they kill people. Bigfoot, plural? Bigfoots. There's a lot of them. Big oh, feet? There's a lot of them. They're big there's feet. a whole family of the feets. Well, yes, no, there's, there's a like, whole. It's like a whole species. There's, there's like, it's like deer. They're out there. They just fucking hide themselves. There's a whole family of the squatches. Yeah, you should. If, They're squatching. If you want to watch the documentary about Bigfoot, Squanch. Uh, I believe it's on Hulu or Prime. I forget. I want to nah, say Hulu. It. It's definitely Hulu. Um, it's about these hippies that had a pot farm out in like Northern <laughs> California. <laughs> that Bigfoot came and fuck killed like three of them. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Three, it wasn't a bear or anything. It right? wasn't three part series, yeah. uh, like an hour apiece. Great episodes. <laughs> Next question. That's bullshit. Long story short, we have no idea what conspiracy series we'll talk about this. this <laughs> yeah, sorry for <laughs> talking about Jack Eichel's picture be again. Like, Live in the now. Talking about talking about Jack Eichel's picture again when we're talking about conspiracy. I'm talking theories. about you. I'm not welcome, talking about the questions. Welcome talking to about the question. You. Welcome to the question, Warren. You whine about the dumbest things. You, Live your you life. You fucking ask the question and then you talk about Jack Eichel's picture. Hey, again. Sarah, Sarah. Lame as fuck. How about you like pay attention to what you actually ask? I'm gonna rip your face off. Well, you guys can see me. Friend of the now. pod, uh, Michael W. 
just <laughs> sent us a picture. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you. Florida made a I'm bid. Here's you. the picture. It's it looks like Patrick Line, but it's actually Park Lane. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, okay. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I laughed. Patrick Line East. Park Park Lane East. <laughs> Going yeah. He's in the East, right? Well, can you just read the next question, please? Can you just ask? Can you be here? Next question. He's in the East. I Kyle? said East. Kyle? We, next question. Can you be here? Not back then. That was then. This is now. What's the next question? Okay. You ready? I've been waiting. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. You ready for this? I love you. From Joseph Garrigan. At jo- I hate you. <laughs> at, at Joseph Garrigan. <laughs> at Joseph Garrigan. Yep. Uh... Since you're doing your review of preseason predictions, which we already kind of did, uh, which players were the biggest disappointment and which players were the biggest surprises this season? Biggest surprise for sure, Roslevic. That's what I already had. Yeah. Well, that's why well, that's, I, that's I, that's what I thought it was going to be. Consensus, I think. <laughs> yeah. I brought it up real quick. Census? Yeah, no, it's got to be Jack Roslevic. I mean, he. Consensus. He low key. Jack Roslevic, low-key this year, was the better half of the line A trade. He was the Which, win, you yeah. know, for now. Third, yeah. For now, we'll see what happens next season. I but think it'll continue. I think so, too. I mean, I Jack Roslevic was like a point-per-game guy, which you love to see. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, yeah. yeah, so... You know, 37 points in 56 games. Not quite a point-per-game, but, yeah, I see Just about saying. there. Just yeah, about there. close. Yeah. Close. <laughs> about 20 <laughs> points away, but yeah, I see what you're saying. It. Finished second on the goddamn team, Kyle. But still not quite a point per game, but I see what you're saying. I, I understand. <laughs> He's you, yeah. better than the whole damn team. If he had 56 he was... points, maybe a point per game. You know, right, well, how means... many games did you play with the Blue Jackets? How many? I mean, like 40-something. Like, so still not quite a point per game, but... Pretty close. Like 48. I mean, pretty, pretty still close. not quite a point per game, but... He tied Cam Axon for number two on the team. Yeah, Connor McDavid. And wasn't even here for like... It wasn't even here for 56 games, Kyle. It's fine. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> biggest disappointment for me personally, Max Domi. What? <laughs> That's facts. Is Max Domi? Max Domi ended the season with the same amount of points as Josh Anderson. Like, what are you talking about? Which is not a lot. It's twenty-four points. Oh my goodness, really? Not a not the biggest disappointment though. Come on, not the biggest. Who's your biggest disappointment then? My biggest disappointment. Uh, I would say probably like Texier. You can't be a disappointment if you have no expectation for I him. Had ex- we all had expectations. I have no expectation for Texier Yeah, anymore. he's a big prospect. Texier is a wash. He's he's not okay. going to happen. We had Bimstrom, a- Texier, both of them. Jesus Christ. We've got to move on. We've got to move we on. Had tex- These guys are not going to amount to anything. I'm sorry. These guys are going to suck forever. Get rid of them. Yarmo, do not resign them. You know what? Dolmy was the biggest disappointment. Foodie? Maybe biggest disappointment. I'll, I'll take I'll take back my biggest surprise for the sake of just other names. Yeah. If if both of you are on Roslevic, then I'll say I'll say Del Delzato. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. And it, it that's it's, a good it's one. Not like I knew he was gonna do good, Zotti. but like he yeah. did so well. Zotti with the I'm body. I'm so excited, and the fact that like. <laughs> I love that like he can be like I want to stay here. I don't want to leave and everyone's like he doesn't want to stay here. He wants to stay here. He want he doesn't want to leave. But then Lenny's like I want to stay here. I don't want to leave and they're like he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> so, like I I'm excited. I'm, I I really was so happy to see what Delzato brought to the table and I'm excited to see what he's going to continue. That, no, that's to a do. good one. I like right, it. So, I yeah. I agree there. I like Delzato. My true my true answer is Roslovic. Yeah. But my secondary definitely him. 
Um, honestly, though, low key. So, like, if we're going back to biggest disappointments, obviously Max Domi for me. I think he was the the biggest disappointment this year. I understand. Zach Wierenski. Yeah, that sure. was going to be mine. Coming you, off you of, you didn't even let me say mine before you went back to it. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's cool. All right, go ahead. No, you can take it. That's cool. You yeah, I'd it. say Zach Wierenski. Take it. Take it. Take uh, it. Absolutely. Go for um, it. Yeah, one of the one of the best. Uh, as as people put uh, him in the in the in the category of elite, elite. defenseman, right? I love how you always like put like. Elite. 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 It's like you're fucking Defense Italian with jumps. a pizza pie. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's such bullshit. It's standing not, now. He's not elite. By Kyle's now. If you're, you, if you want to look at now stats, he's if on you want to look he's at standing up right now. If you want to look at fucking stats with Zach Wierenski is not elite by any means. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand <laughs> why the Columbus media has such a fucking hard on for Zach Wierenski. On a scale one ten, you're hard on for Zach Wierenski. Point five. Damn. I mean, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, okay, that was really. I, low. I would. I would say like seven. That was re- maybe like a like, six. I would yeah. say like a four and a half. <laughs> Point five. Four and a half. And it also, he was playing with an injury most of the season. Uh, so I'll give him that. I'll give him. A, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And, you can say and, even overall. And in the tough and in the rough season, he had how it, many goals last year? Though? But like, for years now, I've been saying that he's so overrated. The years that I've been on this podcast, I've been saying he's yeah. overrated as fuck. He's not as good as we think, as people think he is. He's not an elite defender. He's not even an elite forward, which is what he plays mostly. He's not. He scored the most goals, maybe like top. Yeah, he scored the most goals season, from yeah. defenders last season, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty sure. goals, right? Yeah. Fine. What the fuck else has he done? <laughs> not much. Not nothing. That's why I he's have, not that great of a defender. That's why it's so important to me to like make sure that as reasonable as we can be to get a good signing for Seth Jones for an extension, because he made Z good. Yes, Seth Jones is a legitimate no one elite else. defender. Zach Wierenski is not. When Z was with anybody else, he did not play as look well. What, well. Look what look how good Delzado was with Seth Jones this season after Wierenski went out with the injury. Yep. So good. Mm-hmm. Seth Jones makes his other partner so much better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Zach Wierenski is not an elite defender and he's absolute trade bait. In my opinion, Biggest disappointment in the last three se- not not disappointment that uh, not yeah, big- no, yeah. this season yes because he played with an injury because of the shortened season because it was a weird season whatever yeah I think Warinsky was the biggest disappointment in my opinion this season not like disappointment it's like it's such an overhype it's been an overhype since he yeah. got here yeah and that's what I'm saying like overall. because he helped Bjork okay he came up to the team with Bjorkstrand after they won the Calder Cup with Cleveland. Bjorkstrand has absolutely lived up to the hype. Ugh. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, Queen. Warinsky is still living off the hype, <laughs> but has not lived up to the hype. Okay. Not even a little bit. Okay. That's just where I'm at with that. I get that. I just love and that, Bjorkstrand. The, the, big, the biggest, the most evidence that I've got from that is that Del Zotto plays, Gavrikov played with Jones, and they looked fucking elite also when they played next to Jones. Mm. Yeah. Well, that goes back to my point at the beginning of the podcast. Pay Seth Jones what he wants. Not ten million. Seth no. Jones is worth With, every penny. Within reason, 
Because you also have to pay your offense to score goals. But at the same time, don't lowball Seth Jones where he gets pissed off to where he doesn't want to be here. Don't lowball him. Don't. That's a, no, I completely agree with that. Go pay in, him, pay the man. Maybe figure out what, because what I've heard from Yarmo is, from what I've heard, what Yarmo uh, does. What has he told you? <laughs> that he's not going to pay. I'm Seth sorry, Jones. I'm just kidding. Yarmo <laughs> follows me, not you. But uh, so from what I've heard, from what Yarmo does me. is that he goes in, he listens to their offer, and then he says, "Absolutely not. This is what we're going to pay you." I think what you what he has to do with Seth Jones is listen to his offer, take it into consideration, and, and negotiate, and not be like, "This is what." Because Seth Jones is UFA. You can't do that with Seth Jones. No, or else he's gonna no. be like, "Fuck you! I'll go he somewhere is, else." He is out <laughs> of the damn door. Seth Jones is worth between eight and nine and a half million. Yes. He's worth the eight to ten. Yes, I just think yeah. ten million is overpaying, especially when you have to pay an offense to come in and yeah. score goals for you. Zach Rowinski should thank Seth Jones for his current contract. Honestly, so absolutely. Yes, Rowinski. Yes, he he makes it look effortless. Quotations around that. Like that's that's been a an adjective put on him. He makes it look effortless when he skates. I think he's lazy. I think he's I think he's a lazy skater. Kyle, I kind of agree with you there. I think I, he's a lazy I skater. Do. I don't think he's that great at defense. He's not great on the board. There are moments where I look at Z and I'm like, dude. Where you at? What you doing? Why are you fucking the, so slow the, to the puck? The, the mindless turnovers that he's had in his career a lot. that have led to a goals. Lot. Unbelievable. Yeah. Seth Jones, how many? I can't think of one. Maybe one or two, but the that amount, happens the to amount everybody. Of, when he's at the blue line, just the amount of of saves he makes with even like oh my god like the puck just like with his body with the oh stick man. he's so good with the stick he's just so good with he's, the puck he's Seth worth, Jones is one he's of the best worth defenders so much. in the he's worth so much he really is and he makes and he's made Warinsky worth that much yeah in my opinion <laughs> Warinsky is not almost as, maybe he's made Delzato look yes, he that absolutely, much too well Delzato yeah. to be fair did not play most of the season with Jones yeah but at the end of the season, Delzado looked like a top pairing defender because he played with Seth Jones. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. I agree. We got to move I, on. I Next question. Disagree. Um, that's a great point, Jordan. Uh, Justin Markley <laughs> at Little <laughs> Boomer Jute. <laughs> what What kind of concessions would you add to the Schwide if you could? What they got now is okay, but bland compared to some other stadiums. I think we should have Chick Fil A. Oh yeah. Is it? Uh, oh, the, the Clippers are going to have Chick Fil A. Are they up on their the the top part? Oh, Chick Fil A sponsoring that? Uh, they're going to be up on the top. I yeah, will now be going to Clippers. Games. I'm going to be going all the time. <laughs> and the best part about it is the tweet <laughs> that I saw where it was Hell mentioned. Yeah, where I saw it was like announced. It had in parentheses. It said, "Except Sundays." <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. Makes sense. I'm glad I'm they did that. that. But um, oh man, I would love to have Chick. I would say the the first thing to do is get rid of Jets Pizza. And like bring, bring back Donatos. Do they have? So is it? It's Jets Pizza in there. Is yeah. it like de- the the Detroit style? I don't know. I don't like Jets. I like Jets. I I like that style. I want Donatos back, which was the original sponsor. Donato's not Papa good. John's. Not Jets. Bring yeah. back Donatos. I agree because Donatos is from here too. It's local. Keep it that way. Keep it local. Hey, Kyle. 
Kyle, go ahead. You we should your- make our own pizza, the artillery pizza, and we're gonna <sighs> fucking sponsor the team with it. Okay, if we're doing that, then I would I would just rather have like the wizards. We're out. gonna put cannon powder. Fucking from Jennings' job all over the pizza as toppings. <laughs> like salt, like salt bay. That's exactly correct. I don't Just think that's how that sprinkling works. Sprinkling coffee exactly on the pizza and you eat it and you're fucking hyped because it's coffee and caffeine. And, and <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I think we should have raisins. I am canes. not happy with you about the picture you posted. I think it's a great picture. Just, uh, that's unbelievable. It's a great picture. <laughs> I just posted a picture of Kyle yelling. That is. That <laughs> wow, wow. Kyle Sarchilli and Jordan are becoming one. <laughs> no, that means I'm getting fat. I'm just. Kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, I see. How uh, I'm just kidding. I love wow. you. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't it was a joke. Oh, you took that way too personally. I'm sorry. I think we should have raisin canes and donatos. Damn. I'll just call me fat, whatever. I love you Spine. so much. Oh, Jordan, I love you. So Thank sensitive. You. I think Thank you're cute. So sensitive. Petite and so very sweet. Whatever. I'm not friends with anybody here anymore. Donatos and, 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 and Raisin Canes. Raisin Canes can eat a dick. I know you don't like them, and I understand your argument. They're their terrible. sauce makes them good, but I love their sauce. Whatever. I'm I fat. love you, Jordan. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Stop it. Do you want another beer? What I say. Next question. Next question. Do you want another beer? I'll get it myself because apparently I should walk. You need to take some steps. (laughs) 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 All right. We're done here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We love you, little boomers. Um, Obviously, before we get going, I got to talk about our amazing sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Their spirits are awesome. Their food's awesome. Their cocktails are awesome. Their spirits are awesome. Everything about them is awesome. Highbankco.com for more details. They're located right across in the Grandview Yard. Check them out. Um, they won double gold in like a spirit competition, which is obviously really good because double gold is better than single gold. That's what I keep hearing. It's better than single gold. Yeah. So highbankco.com for more details. Also got our own coffee roast, JenningsJava.com. Cannon Powder is our coffee roast. And shoptheartillery.com as well for merch. We love to see it. We love to wear it. Shoptheartillery.com. Little Boomers, love you. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye. All right, we're testing the microphones now, gentlemen. All I'm saying is if I take a poop in a public restroom, I'm not laying down paper towels on the seat, okay? I'm just wiping it off, and I'm sitting my ass down. I don't want urine on my bum, so I will put down toilet paper all around it. But then it sticks to your butt. What if you just wipe it off? Then there's no more urine. That's exactly what I do. I do both. Okay. Wipe it off. I've lived now for 31 years, and I've never contracted contracted a disease from a, from a porta potty, from a toilet. When's the last time you got like a physical? When I was in high school. <laughs> You're probably <laughs> if riddled. I had it. If I had a disease now, I think I would be showing. You were now. riddled. No, I'm fine. You're gonna die. I'm not gonna die. Is the fireplace thing not on Netflix anymore? Oh, I think they did take it off. Why would they do that? Oh my god, they did. That's rude. That's probably the thing I watched the most. Go to Amazon Prime or something.
Wow, unbelievable. Maybe. I'm not trying to have us distracted by watching the Montreal game. So Yeah, put on... Prime might have a fireplace. Or YouTube. YouTube would definitely have a fireplace. Oh, that's yeah, true. YouTube like definitely a, yeah, has one. YouTube is the best option. Absolutely. Okay. All of our mics look great. So do they look great? Yeah, we're our mics look great. But how does this? How does it sound? I, we're going to find out here in a second. Oh mm. yeah. So we're just going to go right into this bad boy. Peace. 